And there's that sound, which means um, this device is recording, and we're going to speak. And I want to I want to leave here friends, okay? <laughs> so let's keep it. So we're going to end in about five minutes. <laughs> let's just keep it cool tonight, you guys. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. So welcome to uh, episode. I'm just going to throw. I'm just going to go with uh, 56. <laughs> Of the Dissect Podcast. Maybe it's 55. I don't know when this is going to come out, but um, uh, I could be wrong with either of those, those numbers. It might be, might be, uh, might never get released. We're, we're only at 52. So, I mean, there is a strong possibility. Well, for sure, it's not number 47. We know that. That's already been released. That was the one in, in, in which we discussed releasing some token, right? Didn't we try and sell something at that? I don't know. Do we? So first, a word from our advertisers. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, we like to start like this now because we forget if we don't do it. So no, actually, welcome. Joe Rogan does it. God. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Guys, and and uh, kudos to him that he has a number of sponsors to get through. My friend calls him Oprah for men. <laughs> do you know what I called him the other day? My he's, lips are sealed. He's not a UFC commentator. He's like... He's like a generational commentator. Like, yeah, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. I just wish he would get rid of the shilling. It's just annoying because I'm like, oh, I just go. I see. Here's what I actually I'm okay with it because he does it the same so that you can just go fast forward seven minutes and you hit so, the seven intro. is the magic number. Seven minutes. Okay. Yeah. That's, I just that's I, good to know. I literally go to seven minutes and then if it's still not over because sometimes he goes a little bit long like. It's, it's another seconds, two or three, seconds. 50, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two or three taps. That's, yeah, and then you're into it. That makes sense. That's kind of how I go to movies now. I'm like, when yeah. does it start? 10 minutes I'll later. Go 20, 20. <laughs> oh, is 20 it 20 minutes yeah. later because well, it's about the same. And I'm okay as, with that, especially if you listen to how he um, shills. <laughs> That's a verb. Um, it's, it's, it's quite I don't, like. I actually don't think that works. It's not. That works. It's not at all. I, but, think, I think shill is a noun to describe. To be a shill. Yeah, yeah to be a shill. Yeah, yeah. But. Uh, I'm verbifying. I'm, you're, you're, you're exactly, but, but anything can become a verb in this day and age. So, uh, <laughs> or a pronoun, apparently. Charge on. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Snap. <laughs> so, uh, look, he, man, I want to leave friends. I, I said know, it already. I, Just like he, he, how he reads it is actually quite entertaining if you like do he, listen to it because he is kind of like a fuck this company. Granted. <laughs> There is like there's a tone there, even for his own company, like on it. He's just like, oh, and we're great. And there's like so much sarcasm that even if you do get caught listening to some of it, you're like, man, he really doesn't give a fuck. And the advertisers really don't give a fuck either. They because just wanna, it, because it doesn't matter. Yeah, they just like the numbers. Like, t- yeah, uh, read it however you want, but tell us how many listeners will hear this thing. And <laughs> one point one, one million listeners this week. Are you serious? Oh, he he will get a million that's downloads. Oh, yeah. Right there. Do you know what's sad, is... though, that that's not even... So he is the godfather. He is. Yeah, but but that's not even close to what a bullshit cable morning news network still gets, which is like in the eight or nine million. Yeah, but nobody's paying attention. True. It's just on. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and when you're listening yeah, so to a podcast, you're... It's intentional. Listening. It's intentional, yeah. yeah. You yeah. have chosen. You, yeah. You know, it's not just background noise. So is generally. that intention make it so much more potent? 
when the other shit, you know it's fluff. Like it's Fuck. like, where did and what are you doing, Susie? And Susie's like, I'm over by the weather map. <laughs> like it's this fake fucking bullshit. <laughs> oh and back God. to you, John. <laughs> but wait, so wait, and then you wait. get Elon Musk, who's like, yeah, spaceships. It's very <laughs> tunnels. It's very tunnels scary. under the ground. No, he's, he was talking. It's very scary. Cars. I'm worried about AI, and you're like thinking, Jesus. That episode scared the shit out of me. It should have. It should have scared a lot of people. Um, But a lot of things should scare a lot of people, and it doesn't. And then people are scared of shit that shouldn't scare them. People need to go back and watch The the Terminator. You know, like Terminator 1, Skynet. We know how this ends. But it's not that necessary. Because here's here's the thing with AI, and this is the hard thing for anybody to predict, and you can't even explain it to somebody, is that we... um, how, How much smarter than like chimpanzees do you think we are like on a level like and take into account what they're good at as being a form of intelligence they can survive in the wild we can't they can find food we can't they, they come with a coat right they, yeah. they're already dressed <laughs> sometimes you know, they're monkeys, born dressed but, so they don't have monkeys to use sticks as tools you know they can communicate they can use tools so think about it like that would you say like i would say that we are 10 times more intelligent. I want to get a fucking chimp on the podcast. Can you, who can do who can do that for us? <laughs> but what, Apple, but, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say? Like I'm, I say ten times. Would you say a hundred times? I was going to go well, with fifty. I, de- okay, fifty times. It yeah. depends really on which country you're referring to. With an with what an average IQ of like seventy four. For the U.S. or something, <laughs> now we're getting national. You know, Ooh. hey, it's a 50-50 split. You know, this this is not an American. Well, the room south, right now. the south, you know. the, the south isn't fair because their IQ is vastly affected by hookworm, for sure. Not my problem. No, but that's America. They're 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 fucking with the curve, man. <laughs> they're dragging really you down. <laughs> so let's say they're fifty. What we don't get is like when when like uh, general or general synthetic intelligence proliferates with like the singularity, we don't even know what a thousand times more intelligent than humans looks like. Therefore, we don't know what the shape of things looks like. We don't like you can't fathom. It, it might be like war is obsolete because it's not an intelligent mode of anything and destroying anything is obsolete because we make ourselves obsolete. So there, it could be just like leave the it's like the ants. If they're in your house, you crush them. But if they're just in the field, <clears throat> they're not bothering anybody. Well, we saw what, we saw what Microsoft's first. Uh, oh no! Uh, I buy yeah. a fucking <clears throat> ant bomb. <clears throat> yeah, crushing. That's just that's that's so you know, that's it's just so visceral. And yeah. an ant crunchy. Hiro- an ant Hiroshima. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you, you heard what you, you heard what happened with when Microsoft mm-hmm. re- released yeah, its first in, AI in fifteen minutes. It was like a Trump loving Nazi. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like a teenage punk Nazi <laughs> because it went out on Twitter yeah, and just yeah. started oh, oh, following Oh, this is the Twitter experience yeah, 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 and yeah. it's trying to learn yeah. from. Yeah, so it's feedback based off of interactions with other yeah. humans made it seem immediately that it loved being racist and loved like Nazism just and super porn. super aggressive. Yeah. And yeah. if you think about that, yeah. that is just like a really, I mean, that's... That's a magnified portion of what's going on with teenagers and that, social that's media. That's exactly right now. what I thought. I get, because yeah. you take an, a human, it, we call artificial intelligence. That's not really accurate because it is just synthetic. It doesn't mean yeah. it's fake. It's just a, like a, a man made version of it. But humans learn the same way that artificial intelligence learns, which is input output. Give them this, they learn that. That's how we learn languages. So you put a teenager or a kid. On, and this is, what is the fucking app? There's an app that some kid, we had to pull it off of London's uh, phone. Was it Kick? No, it's like a damn, Musical.ly. 
Oh, yeah. Oh. That is Dude, hor- what in the fuck? So a girl horrifying. in her class, not joking, tried to commit suicide. She's fucking 10. She tried to cut her wrists with the peeler. First of all, a sign of low intelligence. Second of all, what the fuck? You're 10. Wait, a vegetable peeler. Vegetable yes. peeler. Fuck, you but, would have to be super committed to get that done. Well, maybe in a way. Yeah, like, you know? So they go back and they're like, what's wrong with this 10-year-old? Her parents are great. They're like successful, loving, everything. They actually like, you know, they took her phone away because they thought it was a cry for attention. They go through her phone. They find musically and they find that she's been messaging for a year with some anonymous fucking person 45 year old that's telling her how sexy being depressed is and that it's cool when you're depressed and yeah you should act like this and like yeah it'd be better if you were dead that's like like, that what the fuck that was that just happened to london's fucking schoolmate that's like that blue whale story have you heard about the blue whale no the blue whale is like some myth i think it i and someone on the podcast will correct me so Thanks. Not you. They'll correct one of us. <laughs> email you guys. Yeah. So I, I, I check the email to me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you can forward it to me yeah. for laughs. Actually, just so so it only goes to Michael. So so rock on. Go ahead. What were you gonna? <laughs> so the the blue whale story was like I heard about it in Italy. It was about like this thing that you joined and teenagers were into it, and it was like tasks that would build you up to killing yourself. And they were into it. It started with watching a lot of horror movies, really, and getting desensitized, yeah, and, and then, then it started into, snuff. Yep, and then to snuff, and then cutting yourself, and eventually it was about Self-harm. jumping off a building and filming it. That was the important thing was that you had to document it. Mm. They wouldn't let you into the next level because they need more content. Uh, apparently, no, but no, because you get to become the star of your own movie. Yes. Your own tragedy. You're part of something that's secret and underground. And yeah, it's it's bizarre. And and has somebody Whoa. made a movie about this yet? Not yet. God <clears throat> damn it! Do we need to well, edit this out? Off, should, yeah, can we start over? Whatever happened I, to just like being dumb uh, and as a teenager and just to, you're like stealing a car and, and you're like you know what? Crashing like, it and like I'm 14 and I still pick my nose. And you're out of the food chain. Oh, that's weird. Problem. Yeah, your movie is just like my movie. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. uh, did we all crash cars? Is this like, is this a sad thing for people? I mean, as if you're related to the kids that are going through this stuff, but I, I mean, as like a, an alien looking in, looking at a species act and they're like, so you're, so it's just Michael. Okay. Looking at the human race. I mean, cause how we look at like <laughs> praying mantis, like, you know, the, the fucking bite each other's heads off and it's this big ritual. You're like, man, what a weird species. Oh, well move on to the next is kind of how I feel about kids using apps these days. Like it is unless, yeah, I would, I would say to a certain degree, there's a pro we're kind of in a place where like, yeah, you're going to sort yourself out. Mm-hmm. Wood, you know? Wooden blocks and a puppy. Wooden blocks and a puppy. It's my fucking prescription. No phone. Mm-hmm. Sort it out. Yep. And three months out of the year, we're living in the fucking woods. I like that. So I that's been, all right. So I've been trying to convince Christina, so because we're going to remodel our house, uh-huh. to build a Faraday cage into the walls <laughs> of the boys' bedrooms. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's smart so they, they'll never know my yeah, God. Yeah. But when they, until when they listen to this podcast no, but Ross that, you're the most brilliant man on the earth right now that's awesome and oh then so when they're God. like you know screw you I'm gonna just go I'm to my phone go to my room yeah bingo gone yeah. doesn't work 
Oh, my phone works. I don't know what's up. Yeah. Oh, no, I no, guess no. Make yeah, the only works. place in the house that they can use it is in your office or something. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing in my office? Did you come to talk to me? No, no. I was. I was more thinking like, okay, we've eliminated the possibility of any outside transmissions coming into this room. Therefore, I can control the transmissions coming into this room. Therefore, yeah, your phone still works, but you're watching what the fuck I want you to watch. Yeah. You're interacting with the fictitious AI robots that I have in the basement that are like... (laughs) No, what happens is there's also a hidden TV in the wall that just opens up and you're like, you're watching the Jungle Book. <laughs> That's You're <it>. 18. <laughs> yeah. Be better. Dad, be ma- the Jungle Book again. <laughs> Don't make me get the hose. Can't. <laughs> there's so, yeah. also a, a there's a Faraday cage, and a. A faucet or like a, a spout. <laughs> well, it's, it's better. I feel that's more humane than a plastic chair. <laughs> plastic and chair castration. never leads anywhere good. <laughs> no. No. no, no, So yeah. So if there's any if there's any builders out there, that's that's the ticket Faraday right cage. there. A Faraday, Faraday cage cages. built into the walls of bedrooms. It's also yeah. good for shutting off your wife's annoying Instagram feed when you go to bed. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great idea, I, especially when you don't tell anyone. Yeah. Oh. Business opportunity, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right here, right now. Exactly. I mean, it could it, that could actually be that'd be a thing. I'd pay. I'd pay. I actually might pay a premium. You know, like, could, could I get that in a, as an upgrade in my subdivision? <laughs> yeah, for, with the HOA I mean, fee, they like they take away the fee for cable because no one fucking watches that anymore. And instead, they they give you some like an ability to switch off Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's good. I I feel like that's where it is going to eventually end up, but. I don't know, because I, I, people are already paying to like go to a monthly retreat and get rid of their phone. Like there is the there is like, a, for sure a go need. to the basement and your phone won't fucking <laughs> yeah, work. Yeah, but you can't like you you can't like most people can't help themselves. Like I so I set up um, I time used, lock on the door, man. I used the time limit thing for all my social media. It works really well. It's great, right? So I I set it for no more than like twenty minutes a day, mm-hmm. and. Like it gives me a five minute warning, and every time I hit the five minute warning, I'm like yeah, I haven't been fucking doing anything for ten minutes. It takes me five minutes to check messages, reply to messages, and then I'll like oh, the fuck? and then waste time. And so it's helped. Mm-hmm. Like it literally helped. And some mm-hmm. days when I have to like you know post things, I'll have to overwrite it and then put stuff on. But it's so rare when I tracked it because that's actually pretty useful on it. Uh, like to track your usage, I'm down forty percent. <clears throat> And also, you're now far more efficient in the bathroom. Oh, for sure. Because <laughs> you don't suffer <laughs> numb legs because you're like, I'm just browsing. So, but, so it's, it's, it's a life optimizer. <laughs> so that's how the feces get on the phone. <laughs> Formerly on the TV remote. I don't know how that happened. Now on the phone. You don't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I read an article a guy wrote about they had just introduced that for surfing. It was a watch for surfers mm. that you didn't have to activate, but it would track your rides. And he was saying how it had changed his whole concept of surfing. Mm. And he wasn't sure if it was good or bad. Because it's measuring, like, how is it measuring? It's is measuring it? your speed, time, and distance okay. per ride. And so he was like, he was like <laughs> getting out in the water. And, you know, part of surfing is sitting around. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Like, a lot of it is social. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you sit and talk to dudes. It's like rock climbing. You're talking shit at the bottom of the crag. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's most of what gets done. Exactly. So the the thing that he found was he wasn't sure if it was a good thing or not, but it was here to stay because people were into it. 
Yeah, like I, Strava. I, I, got, yeah. I got rid of my Apple Watch for that reason yeah. because it was it was like too much. I need to step away. So I know it's like a Garmin's a way better choice, sure. but there was just too much going on. I'm like, I'm just going to go back to analog because mm-hmm. it's like, guess what? This stops if I don't wear it. Because Little Hand says, <laughs> time to rock and roll. <laughs> I, I mean, I, and, maybe and by speak, accident. Speaking of yeah. which, we're 16 minutes in. And we still have Defend Analog t-shirts available. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did get a low inventory warning on the mediums today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I only have two left. <laughs> but we can reprint, right? It's not an exclusive thing? Or are we going to... No, know none I'll left re- at time of airing. <laughs> yeah, they're sold, at your, it's sold at, out by the, at the time of airing. <laughs> maybe. Like, I mean, we told, we, on, the, on, the, on the podcast that we that were just released with Keegan, we yeah. said how, you know, that, that Race 3 was sold out and you can't find it, you can't have it, go fuck yourselves. You know, don't even look, don't even try. And people tried. <laughs> so apparently, you know, no it's one... not sold out. Apparently it's <laughs> not sold out. They're I mean, still seeking. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. No, the, no but uh, what I was going to say is... Oh. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dissect Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so tonight, obviously it's night. I mean, How is that obvious? Because it took you, us 16 minutes of bullshit to get it's, to the intro. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. there's been some exactly. dinner, there's been some beers, mm. you know. Yeah, there's been some Red Bull, you know, whatever. Um, Thanks, Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, speaking of that, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you still working for those guys? If so, uh, DM me. <laughs> got a, I got a deal to propose. Anyway, so we're here in the in the uh, the Dissect Podcast Studio. Ross McGarvey has joined us. I'm silently waving. Silently <laughs> waving, and it, uh, it, it, it's he Obviously, is he is less maybe. frequently here, and so it's just it's wonderful mm-hmm. when you can make it. And so thank you. He's wearing a super cool prototype T-shirt. Mm. And if you've seen the instagram story you know you know <laughs> if you know you know but that story came and went it's gone now and happily i snapped some pictures so maybe <laughs> maybe at the time of this airing you'll see what we're talking about there won't be any others made like that mm. mostly because they're fucked up but also <laughs> just like the waiter but i figured you'd appreciate that because you're a collector of things what are you trying to say <laughs> Well, first edition like, yeah like you, yeah first you edition no artist proofs <laughs> <laughs> or or fabricator fuck-ups yeah. depending on your per- perspective you know it's the same Custom thing one-offs yeah. oh tasty mm-hmm. um uh, michael is here mm. welcome hola <laughs> uh i am i'm learning mostly Spanish. here <laughs> immobilized by john by don joy, <clears throat> don joy. and uh mr paul becker has uh joined us for oh, returning uh what would you call this volume two of episode Paul Becker 2.0 I think if you say the saga continues okay we can just say that 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 fits with the topic yeah I'll give a Canadian how's it going eh (laughs) (laughs) awesome I don't even know what the topic is this is gonna be fun so actually one of the best things you know we were up standing in front of the burger joint or wherever we went to eat dinner and uh, yeah it was burgers Bobby Um, Except as a protest, I ate a grilled cheese sandwich. So <laughs> fuck yourself. It's true. Um, hashtag obsolete. And I got an ice cream <laughs> Hashtag cone. irrelevant. <laughs> I got a twisty cone. No, you got to say hashtag well, insignificant. No. <laughs> <laughs> and the final answer is... <laughs> hashtag obsolete. Ah, no, 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 no. We already, we, 
Uh, we doubled down on obsolete, so it must be true. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. <laughs> Irrelevant. There, Irrelevant. Boom. There we yeah. go. <laughs> or Indifferent. Insane. Holy. No, now that's, see, but that's a compliment. That's a testament to the universe. <laughs> <laughs> and the optimistic nihilists among us. <laughs> anyway. Hinch. 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 <laughs> Wait, the password is not... It's okay because even if you get the password, it's sold it's out. Really hard to. Oh, I was gonna say it's really hard to spell. <laughs> you get, if, you, if you get the password, you're probably a. What was your term you used? Spook. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're probably a spook. Yes. Of some sort. Actually, I do have I, I do have a friend who admitted. He said I misspelled it twice, mm. but I persevered, and he is actually he, he has actually purchased all three all, all three uh, nice. uh, um, issues of Rays. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, he'll he'll be in here. Uh, we're going to talk about a little ultra endurance conversion. Speaking of which, this is re- you yeah, heard my I, phone vibrate. I did. Lay I got it down, a lay it down, um, I got a a message from the beloved wife of mine. Am I the only one that noticed you and Mark ordered ice cream cones and grilled cheese sandwiches for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> How's that for timing? Perfect, of course. <laughs> Obviously, she's connected <clears throat> in a universal sense. Or she's got a microphone in the fucking yeah. room. Jesus. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> would shock me. Yeah. She already is onto that Faraday <laughs> cage <laughs> and the signal that comes in and out. So, and in, in, in advance of the Faraday cage being installed in the podcast studio, she's already put a, yeah. some kind of Listening you device. Know, wired. That or Aaron's a spook. <laughs> Surprise! I'd be okay with that too. Yeah. If and, anyone's and a spook, it's got to be Aaron. Yeah. But I want to go back to this mac and cheese. Best, uh, sorry, mac and cheese. Mm. Uh, no, no, you, grilled we, cheese. No, we can go with mac and cheese because that's also another fetish of mine. So mm. let me just. I mean, so, I'll rub it on myself. Best, <laughs> I was about to say fetish really gave best, me a different um, image of your enjoyment of mac and cheese. Best grilled cheese I've ever had, mm. San Francisco. It's got mac and cheese and bacon inside. I've had something and similar. Give it, Wait, yeah. between two slices of toasted bread? Yes. Mm. Where is this heavenly place? I, I will find the name of the place. It's downtown uh, San Francisco. And what I found... Do they deliver? <laughs> might not be what you're hoping for in, here in Salt Lake, but they, they provide an orange as your side for it. So it was a, a grilled cheese with mac and cheese and bacon inside and an orange. And a felt like a five-year-old because it's uh, all my favorite five-year-old foods but this is the thing that we were so we had a joke a long time ago exactly that turned, why it appeals yeah that <laughs> turned into kind of like a real idea <clears throat> the first well the first idea stemmed out of what you're talking about which we were going to call toddler gourmet which is essentially like a cookbook that explores how to make toddler food insanely good so i made like a um an essence of garlic and truffle oil mac and cheese with like shitty craft mac and cheese with like a sauteed ham and the essence of garlic at time it's gonna, fucking amazing i'm gonna stop you because i took my niece my the first time i looked after my niece <laughs> she's like i'm like what would you like to eat maya she's like oh I, I would like some macaroni i'm like okay i made this beautiful white cheese macaroni mm-hmm. i was actually impressed with myself it had like three different types of she cheese. didn't like it and she started crying <laughs> <laughs> She's like, this isn't what my mom and dad this make. This is not bright yellow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, what's wrong? She's like, oh, I can't eat it. I'm thinking, this is the best fucking <laughs> macaroni I've ever made. Yeah. I had to take her to the store. Fuck you, Bobby Flay. She picks out craft <laughs> dinner yeah. straight away. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I AKA know this. AKA blue and yellow. 
Blue, blue and, and yellow. yellow. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Which is what I still call it. Because and if you're Canadian. I mean, if, it's, if, it's, if, it's, if it's craft, it's blue and yellow. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then you'll notice that like the, the healthy macaroni and cheese, yeah. if you go to Whole Foods or whatever, and they kind of... They kind of steal a little on the color side to yeah. make you think you're. You but know, I have to, a like, better one. I just one. need to trigger that blue and yellows. There's you a, know, there's thing. a company that makes a goat cheese version of that box macaroni and cheese with uh-huh. jalapeno, and it's fucking really good. Yeah, but that shit that you get in the frozen section from Stouffer's or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so you put in the oven and you like warm it up for a really long time and then you peel the foil back so that you brown <laughs> the breadcrumbs that are across the top. That's really good. <sighs> That's not like well, the lasagna. So fucking paleo. It's so, <laughs> so paleo. Fits my macros. Not even a little bit. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, it makes me macro. Isn't the Canadian way to put ketchup over your mac and cheese? I, and they call that family dinner or something? Well, those Canadians can fuck right off. Uh, that's <laughs> okay. fucking terrible. Okay. It would be Canadian to put hot dog wieners in it. So, okay, we do put hot Vienna dogs in sausages. our sausages. No. Hot dog wieners. Like shit. No, well. Or the, bologna. The Oscar Mayer Cheesefield hot dogs, mm-hmm. if you're white trash. Yes. Which I definitely was because I love that. <laughs> this <laughs> sounds <laughs> like a calorie bomb oh, waiting yeah, yeah, to happen. Yeah, for sure. You have, you have like... Four or five of those. I made so you're at it, like it, it got out of control. So I've taken <laughs> this meal in toddler in my to, in my fake toddler gourmet, toddler gourmet cookbook. Right. <laughs> See, we're just like you're, you're just giving away ideas. Tonight. I, well, I can't remember what French. the first Here's one the thing was. Is, but ideas aren't <laughs> worth anything. Nice to share. Yeah, but but <laughs> that is a, that's a good point. Ideas are not worth anything. People don't fucking execute. That's true. Like, I thought of the iPhone first. Yeah, who gives a shit? You didn't do anything about mm-hmm. it. <laughs> like. <laughs> that that's actually true because I had in discussion, you know, some some time ago about mm-hmm. training plans and this and that. You know, like why don't you release all those training plans? You know, because I was keeping the intellectual property close. And yeah, yeah. Like you don't want to tell like stupid. Don't want to tell me. And then somebody just reminded me. They're like, no one's going to fucking do it anyway. Yeah. So go ahead and release it. Yeah, because they're all just fucking lazy pieces of shit, <laughs> it's true. and 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 they want the secret plan, but just so that they can tell others that they have that they are in possession of the secret plan, or not can, that they did it and it fucking helped them in any way, or what most or people who would do who are interested in fitness would just criticize it. Yeah, like oh, they use this exercise at this time. That doesn't mm. work. That doesn't work. That ball's <laughs> made of rubber. <laughs> just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, criticized for the most ridiculous things by people who don't even fucking do, you know. I'll give away an idea that I actually started working on, even because I don't care. Um, (laughs) It was it was. Why'd you stop working on it first? We worked on something. I don't know. Something distracted us. Yeah, a squirrel came by, and this was easy (laughs) enough to distract yourself from. Okay. Um, so it's not a great idea is what you're saying yeah therefore it, therefore so, fucking it's a, therefore it's highly valuable mediocre it's a lifestyle book yeah. called Stop. baked oh the oh. stoner's guide to good housekeeping this is a great oh i thought it was recipes it is yeah but also how to get shit done on different strains while and also recipes that go with those little adventures so you know things to do and be productive because like it is kind of hard to think about what to do because you just think like it's a stoner thing. You just lay on the couch and veg out. But actually, it's not true at all. No, no you can actually go out. do quite a bit. But then I ran into an uh, I got ran into a really tight spot because you're like, oh fuck, I'm recommending going like stand up paddleboarding. What if somebody fucking dies and then they sue me because I told you to get super stoned to go 
stand and paddle, paddle across Lake Mead. Yeah, but even though, like, Fucking I mean, for it, the studies I on it are really you. interesting. Like, for snacks, <laughs> if <have> you've gummies, <laughs> yeah, if you've never been high before, your definite performance goes down. But if you're experienced at using it, your performance stays the same. Yeah, they can see my uh, college GPA, and I'll be like, Exhibit A, <laughs> stoned. I did have a yeah. friend who. Steve Clausen, where are you now? Who uh, dropped acid for the SATs and uh, pretty much scored the highest in the nation. That drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. <laughs> You'll get into college if you use them. You'll do well, <laughs> potentially, but maybe not. <laughs> Flip the coin. Yeah. So that that was my book project that I was working on. Aaron told me that's a great idea. Yeah, she was. I mean. And we ran into some. I, we have a. We had a way. We were just going to sell it, like distribute it to you know shops or whatever. It wouldn't have to be mainstream. Wouldn't have to be anything. But I really shops, thought, vape shops. Yeah, something like that. Dispensaries. You know, it wouldn't have to be anything. It's just like no. There's normal people that use this stuff mm. to do normal things. Okay, so uh, some of us in the room have been to a U.S. based dispensary. Mm-hmm. Have y'all? You want another business idea? I notice Ross is real quiet right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's looking for the fucking. The, the, I'm, I'm finding he, the picture of the ultimate. He's finding the uh, ultimate grilled cheese uh, nice. grilled cheese sandwich right now. I can tell he's highly focused. Oh, yeah. I'm in a Faraday cage. But <laughs> I'm in a Faraday cage of emotion. <laughs> I'm in a Faraday cage of fucking impatience while I'm waiting to see this goddamn sandwich. Oh um, however, I am distracted, and so therefore I'm going to continue on this thing. I've noticed couple you know a couple of different dispensaries that I've visited you know mm-hmm. purely research purposes sure um they don't sell merch the ones in portland do really yeah God and the, one of the reasons they don't is there isn't that much out there especially like the 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 cooking books having to do with cannabis are like how to cook with cannabis which is fucking stupid just take the cannabis and then eat good food you don't have to have shitty fucking brownies that you can only have a quarter of cuz you'll think you're going to die you just, there's a, a, no, I'm not just talking about books. I'm talking about everything. Oh, see, because I'm looking at these that the beautiful vans that mm-hmm. Ross is wearing, the you know black and white checkerboard that haven't changed for years. That I had a set of at some point, and then there was another pair. I bought the Pakistani version in '88 <laughs> when we when we landed in Islamabad because I needed some loafers, nice. and they had like you know a skull on each of them hand drawn with a sharpie and on the front of one it said die on the front of the other it said trying and that was before uh, 50 cent yeah <laughs> i think he wasn't around in 88 was he well i certainly wasn't listening to rap then um <laughs> oh no we did because we made a rap song in base camp about <laughs> reinhold messner so this wow. is van wielden and barry blanchard I don't think Kevin was present, nor what I think it was just the three of us, mostly Kank, because he was like super music aficionado. And uh, and he started this beat and then rapped this whole thing about, my name is Ronhold Messner. <laughs> Something about, we, uh, we climbed up the RuPaul face and went down the other side. I looked over my shoulder. My brother had died, <laughs> which is an actual true story because oh, when no, Messner and his brother Jesus Gunther Christ. actually succeeded in climbing the RuPaul face, they, um, because of the, the conditions, they decided to try and descend the, the, the Diamir face on the opposite side rather than going down the you know 13,000-foot-high face they'd come up. 
um, because they perceived it to be a little bit less dangerous. And unfortunately, um, Gunther died on the way down. His remains were recovered many, many years later. And uh, it was a totally like ruthless fucked up thing to do in base camp at the time but we were about to go up on the same face and possibly die so that's just gallows <laughs> Why not the at right. its fucking best holy shit mc mark twight <laughs> <laughs> no that's mc hank van wheel oh okay right there i was just you know paraphrasing but um but i'm looking at those shoes and that just totally took me back to the, at the end of that trip the um the the uh, one of the village elders that had, had had come up to from tarshing i think that had come up and had brought you know his sons at some point we had celebrated by like chasing this fucking goat around base camp until we could catch it of or you know <laughs> separated from the herd should have just wrapped that and would have trotted right over yeah, <laughs> no shit um anyway but he he was the recipient of those shoes and i just thought of for the next for however many of those sh- years those shoes last the next trekkers that are like rolling like with this guy, they're going to look down and see his shoes and be like two skulls and it says die trying on him. The fuck I am out of here. <laughs> this guy's responsible for, you know, kind of everything that goes on in the Bye, valley Gigi. on a Pakistani level. Like I'm done. I quit. I don't care how much I paid to be here. <laughs> Got a bad feeling about this, Sarge. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm speechless. <laughs> it only nowhere to go from there. It only brings me to a story that's just not as interesting but it is funny is this i was in we need to we need to give ross more time to find this yes. oh no no it's, oh, you're, it's up i i, I, I it's oh, okay the, the restaurant is american grilled cheese kitchen okay there's two locations in san francisco and uh, obviously there's a plethora of uh, sandwich imagery I- imagery thank you social media nice okay so uh it, it's, a t- it's a it's a good experience to to have but uh i think my arteries by the millimeter were starting yeah, you to... just need to you just need to you know five to seven day prophylactic sort of dosing of of uh intense levels of garlic and high intensity exercise and maybe you know hit that place with a calorie deficit and and then just live that dream enjoy uh, it. best grilled cheese uh cheese in america worth trying from thrillist Okay, so, you know. worth flying to try, or just if you happen to be in the neighborhood, because that's a d- two different things. Uh, I think if you were to go to San Francisco, okay. I'd, so if you're I'd, in the area, if you're in the area, I'd book. I'd but put you it wouldn't necessarily list. book a even a the cheapest flight you could find might not be worth it. I'm having trouble thinking you would fly to San Francisco for a grilled cheese sandwich. I, me too, but you know, <laughs> like weirder shit has happened. Oh, so, Ross is looking at me like, "What the fuck are you thinking?" I, I've, I mean, I've flown to weirder places for weirder things. So exactly, I think everyone has. I've flown to stupid, you know, like I have flown to third world countries to climb mountains. <laughs> <laughs> I was with a storm say, coming in. You, with you, going, with you, ah, Slam Bear hurt his back one time, and I felt bad for him, so I flew him to San Diego so he could lay on the beach. See, beautiful. Okay, he loves, why. The, he loves the beach. He's a he loves it. And he now I feel like really, a beach bum. Yeah, he feel like right now he just had surgery, so I'm getting that like, where, what can I do for my dog? So CBD oil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have some for him. <laughs> so there was a there was, was mention of like flavored a, like steak or fish or something <laughs> or coconut. Okay, <laughs> there was mention of like a subject. Oh yeah, early, earlier. And yeah, I don't. We, I, I mean, I think you know. Mac and cheese, grilled cheese, you know, great, great subject. Great appetizer. Mm. <laughs> However, when you get to the main course, okay. 
we need to, I mean, I mean, this is a serious podcast. This is a serious, mm-hmm. inspirational, and fitness podcast. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> I'm, 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 just, I'm captivated. Keep, I, I know, I can't keep going, though, with a straight face. That was as much as I could do. Sorry. Okay. Well, I was going to um, say, it seems like you're the American version of the epiphany of having a quesadilla before the actual meal. Oh, it, it need not be a quesadilla, but I, I have preserved some relationships in the past by eating before going to dinner. Okay. Because I, I'm one do. ornery, awful human being when I am hangry. <laughs> mm, I can yeah. be hangry with a small H. I can be hangry with a big, like a capital H. Mm. But if I'm hangry, all caps... I was gonna and say, I've got to go to dinner with been some people. Hangry with a capital fuck you. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's all caps helveticable. <laughs> yes. So no slant. No. Yeah, and but I but I and and it could. I can look back at all of these opportunities when I had the choice to eat before eat you know or eat before dinner going to the social thing where obviously food wasn't going to be served until much much later um and i can look back and i can absolutely value the relationship by what i chose to do hmm. and uh yeah a few times i definitely like sat down at the restaurant and then said i'll be back in about 10 or 15 and didn't matter where I went. If it's it, it could it could be you know to find mac and cheese at the yeah. barbecue place next door or you know whatever. But okay, I need to go and put some food in me, or I am going to be a total prick, and that's going to ruin this business opportunity. And other times you're like, <laughs> or I feel like letting it ride. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. really care. I don't care. I'm going to a place which is re- reputed to have like the best fucking food in all of Montreal. Therefore, I know the servings are going to be the size of a fork, not mm. the plate that the food is on, but the fork that you fucking eat it with. But I'm just going to, I'm just going to let this. There's a poutine truck outside. I may or may not have had this experience at Christina's Christmas party just weeks ago. Oh, It was down at the Grand America. And the second I hear that, I'm going tiny portions so actually at dinner exactly. yes. it's dinner 45 minutes There's before nothing I went there about I'm it. just like you know, and she's like are you not going to you're not still hungry I'm like no I'm good sorry dear I had dinner before I showed up at your yeah. party nice but, well I, I think I can I think I can steer us into a subject here Ooh. on the subject of hangry okay, oh, okay. because we were talking the other There's day <laughs> about getting someone ready for a shirtless scene and we thought that might be interesting to dive into so we'll con- so about. we'll sort of continue the movie I, I mean i think that was the intent actually yeah. topic wise yep. was to sort of continue where we left you know where you know whatever we talked about i don't think we left off we just stopped but um d- 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 because there were a number of ideas i think that we didn't touch on and yep. if we you know go over some of the same stuff um that we went over before it'll be done in a different tone probably or life stuff life yeah I really like that we, <clears throat> what has it been, 30 minutes? No, it's been way more, it must have been way more than 30 minutes at this point. Like 38, 44 right Okay, now. so almost 40 minutes in <clears throat> before we start getting to movie stuff. So whoever had to endure that, you deserve it. Yeah. It's probably me on my bike <laughs> Yeah, right. in a couple of weeks. <laughs> we had to endure oh, really? This you think it's only a couple of weeks? <laughs> so let's premise it like this because it's really interesting. Let, no, with the bank, Ross, the bank is not as deep as it was. 
Because okay, so it could be episode fifty six. Yeah, could be episode fifty six exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we um so Trev obviously traveled out here. Yep. Um after finishing um whatever project you're on and oh. Aquaman. Okay. Yep. Um, Mike drop. Yeah. <laughs> in movie in movies December thirty uh, December twenty first. Yeah. Is that what it's <laughs> so um so you came out here to learn some stuff and you brought your wife with you. Yep. Because you've never really been a gym guy. So no. <clears throat> what first sparked that interest and maybe we can breed that into your experience here into how we actually No but we stuff. did we cover that a little bit on it? No, well, but Michael just wants to have it reiterated how you think he's awesome. You know, well, he probably just doesn't think that right now. We just finished. I, 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 no, actually, but we ate afterwards. Oh, yeah, right. So you're not hangry. Yeah. No. Well, Michael carried me through mine, so I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you do, you do 25 pushups. He's like, you do five. I'm like, I think I could do it. You know? Because <laughs> this was, it was Roger's birthday. Yes. Yeah, right? So, <clears throat> so it was 43 of everything. 43 yes. of a bunch of stuff. Times three. Yeah, three rounds. See, I don't get so they're they're 129, I don't get it. Mm. The numbers number? don't lie. Don't the numbers don't lie. <clears throat> is 29 a prime number? I don't know. Yeah. 29 is. 120. Therefore, 129 must be, yes. right? Uh-huh. I mean, logically. Yeah. Logically. But yeah, I came out here because mostly um I attended the symposium. We on the previous podcast talked about why I mm-hmm. came to yeah. the symposium. Um and I realized when I was at the symposium that there might have been others, but I personally didn't understand the fitness side, but I understood the philosophy side. That's because I studied philosophy in university and have followed it through my life. So it's that's my that's my gym, but I didn't actually know the gym because when I went to the gym, it was because I wanted to look like Superman, and I didn't understand what that actually was. <laughs> So and he says that sitting there with a BVS yeah, t-shirt. I know. I haven't seen one of those shirts in a while. That thing is awesome. It's a charity donation. This one. It's the, it? Yeah, you had to spend. You had to donate to charity to get this one. Luckily, you might get a ride with Henry or Ben and. Oh really? Batmobile. Oh yeah, or yeah. I remember like that. that thing. Okay. Yeah. Somebody got a helicopter ride, right? Yeah, it wasn't me. Oh. I just got the shirt. I, <laughs> I, I, I would have I liked to watch a ton of money, rate. and all I got was this shirt. <laughs> I, I would like to win that and then just not say anything the whole time and make it just as awkward as possible. <laughs> just just not go? No, go, but... Oh, just sit there. <laughs> Looking out the window. Like some sort like, of autistic yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, refuse to answer questions. Yeah, just make it really hard. They did that on MotoGP. They had, like, whoever won the MotoGP uh, video game championship... Mm-hmm got to sit and talk with the current champion of MotoGP. Oh. And it's Except like, didn't realize they, they that didn't the only person who could win that fucking video game is someone who doesn't really relate to other human beings very well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then you got a, you have a MotoGP pilot who's pretty much the most like insular person in the world. Cause if you're the best, then you're like a freak. Mm. And so you have like a freak with a freak. It wasn't a good PR event. And, and I would like to say <laughs> just it's up. not, and, and, and an interpreter with yeah. nothing to interpret because <laughs> you're you're sitting down with you know Rossi or somebody like that and Marquez this time Marquez, unfortunately okay. the, the term is not autistic it's non neurotypical 
Oh, there's a new that's, term that's, for that's it. That's the term for it. Is that a verb or can we turn it into one? Uh, what is it? Well, actually, I mean, they, I'm sorry. You could also call them an autist. 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 I like that. That's pretty that's cool. cool. An artist, just, darling. I'm an artist. I'm I'm just rolling with Aspie because it's been working for Look, me. Look, I, 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 I have a sister who, who is non-neurotypical and she likes to tell everyone. Mm. So, sorry if you're listening, which you won't be. But <laughs> you you bailed at least forty minutes ago at this point. So, oh Ross is on this one. Yeah, I'm not listening. <laughs> no, she's got better things to be doing because you know, oh, right condition. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, movie sets and you know. Oh no, we were. Were we going to talk about how, how awesome how awesome training was tonight? No, no, uh, no. <laughs> Yeah, uh, because was, you've taken the next step, right? Which I, I is, came out. I came out here for fundamentals, mm-hmm. basically. I recognized that I I didn't understand really even what you're doing in the gym. Other like for me, it was like this very narcissistic sort of getting in shape to look good and no, with no purpose. Wait, you're an, you're an adult, mm-hmm. and you saw something, you know, sort of going down, and you realized like, wow, I don't really understand what I'm looking at. Even though, since I'm a dude, I'm supposed to be expert in this fitness shit. Naturally. Just naturally. It's, it's born a, this way. genetic instinct. Um, mm-hmm. But you recognized that and decided to start with fundamentals. Yeah. You are a highly evolved and uh, individual part of the 1%, apparently. And so, not the, not that, the economic 1%. But that's, so I have but some the, questions the about that. <laughs> Does fundamental mean easy? Definitely not. <laughs> no, Michael. This does not. So so Michael would be like, okay, so here's the warm-up. And my wife and I are like, that's a warm-up? And, and not to say it was... What, like, so it wasn't the standard warm-up. Is what well, we weren't saying. there. <laughs> we were never pushed. We were never punished. You know, it wasn't the beatdown. But it was like the movements themselves. Yeah, just getting a squat. That's a beatdown in itself if you do it for long enough. <laughs> Well, the the Asian squat for me is lovely. Yeah. That's how I learned Mandarin. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, and you actually held it. I, um, that was one thing. Um, I, I that was the first time I saw your wife get real uncomfortable. Yeah, was the the third world squat. Yeah, after well, I tend to talk a lot mm-hmm. to over explain things no. while we're sitting in the bottom of it, and then continue <laughs> to talk about details that don't really matter because I'm waiting for people to get really uncomfortable. Because that's where all the good stuff happens is where you're like, why aren't I good at this? So, no. Paul, what you're saying is you've waited for a lot of buses. <laughs> I s- smoked a lot of cigarettes beside motorbikes that were on stands and been like okay. gesticulating and learning Mandarin on the fly. And and it's all done squatting. And then when, yeah. when I was racing, for some reason, even though we had chairs, when the lunch boxes would come, we would all squat in a circle and and eat. And, and and I wasn't going to be the weirdo. Yeah, he sat in the chair. So I squatted and you're already, ate. You're already twice the size of everybody there. Yeah, <laughs> which is already and, a freak show. Yeah, and Canadian, know. and therefore uh, the weirdo. The weirdo. Yeah. So you need you need to try, actually try harder to fit in. I just I just have the the waiting for the bus association from travel in uh, Soviet Union or, ah. or former Soviet Union, right? Or China. But like I like whatever, I was saying, like, when I when I traveled in Asia, it was on scooter and very fast. And, yeah. Okay. 
dangerous. Yeah, I and awesome. had a bunch of fucking heavy bags with me, so I needed a bus or some fucking truck or kind something. Kind of llama. When yeah, I, okay. <laughs> yeah, llamas what? are llamas are South shit load bearing animals. Are they? Yeah, they can't carry very much. They do scare off wolves, apparently. Someone can yeah. correct me. Wow. I, I literally one, just learned that. That I, I I wasn't familiar with, but I know that when they sort of hawk up or and uh, <laughs> and you know lay and shoot one your way, it's because they're into you. Damn it, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I, I just had the bus waiting association, so sorry. I did take a bus when I moved to Taiwan, and I did have all my life in two duffel bags. Yeah. That were pretty heavy. Don't you miss those days? Those were amazing. I was, I was actually a little bit jealous of Keegan the other day. And Sunday I came by to uh, do a little work. And he was here loading up some stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's just moving his entire life in one motor vehicle. It's a great and, feeling. And I was like, that was actually a point of pride for me at, mm-hmm. at a certain yeah. time in a certain time in my life. That if I can't move, if, if I have any more than it takes to move in my Dodge Dart or... Later, it was a 69 Impala. You could fit a lot of shit in that one. It's a big um, trunk. Yeah, it's a big trunk, that one. Um, but, but it was just like, if I can't move it with one vehicle, then I own too much stuff. And obviously, that went. I spent two years with two suitcases and a backpack. Perfect. Yes. I think it's a, it's, it's a good experience to have. for. Yeah. I went to Taiwan with two, two duffel bags. I left with a suitcase and three boxes. Seven years. Eight years. Nice. Yeah. I sold what I had and gave away what was left of it. And it was a good feeling. It was all books in the boxes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So but when, I, when I moved over here, it was four bags and six boxes. And I went from a 1,500 square foot apartment and boiled 30 years of my life into that. That's how you make good demi glaze. But that's, <laughs> but, but books, books and photos. Yeah. That mm-hmm. took up most of what yep. came over. That's the important stuff. I don't. I don't remember how it went down when I moved back from France. I think I just must have left a bunch of stuff in Katie's parents' basement. But yeah, I went on a ninety-day tourist visa, stayed five years. (laughs) I actually moved there on the way home from Pakistan. Hey, I got you. I came in on a ninety-day. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I came. I came here on a ninety-day tourist visa. It's been nine years. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. You're really stretching that out. do we need to call ICE or anybody? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, good. I'm good. You, like you've so. made it like green or whatever you yeah. call it. And got, yeah, and I might end up with one of those like weird blue passport things at some point as well. So. Well, you know, like, let's be honest, my island's falling apart. <laughs> well, you're not yet exited. It's floating there is, away. There is, a, <laughs> there is a petition right now to try and stop Brexit. I'm like, yeah, now everyone cares. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's like, hey, not only are we being, you know, cut free from from Europe, Scotland's going to leave you, the UK. They're going to vote in the next year yep. and a half to and to rem- yeah. yeah. So in probably, three but at years. least they'll have the blueprint, you know, for getting back in after having been out. That Britain will Britain later will have use. No, because it'll be awesome. It'll be it'll be Brentry, <laughs> which there's which a clear is a chance it was becoming Norwegian. <laughs> oh, you're like, yeah. hey, the, remember your people, the Vikings that come over and tried to decimate the north of Scotland? Yeah. you want it back? Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, I I was having a discussion with uh, 
with Greg May via text mm. recently that um, because he had to pay 25 pounds in yeah. duty to get a copy of Ray's into the UK. Hashtag worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag he didn't order number three on account of that. Really? Yeah. He says it's just too, it's, it's like it's, it's a great thing, but like 35 us plus shipping We're, plus 25 in duty he's like and they're just not good you know they're they're you know the government's just grubbing for you know everything it can get right now hmm. and um where, where and, does greg live uh, in uh london not london he's up in the calder valley hebden village which is sort of of a, a bike a long bike commute away from manchester well if greg wants I'll take an episode. I'll take a copy tonight. I got to go to London in February. I'll send it in the local post. Bingo. This he's, one's he's, for you, Greg. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Be in the, I'll be in the UK on the 15th of January. Oh, probably, there you go. Maybe yeah. we'll announce that. Should we leave this before? So if somebody wants, they can order it and I'll mail it when I get there. Hand carry it and we'll mail it yeah. and get there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that'll be fun. All right. Duty so listen, let's terrorists. just, let's just. And I think uh, I'll be in Hungary before that. So if there's any. <laughs> any Hungarians? That yeah. Want, or anybody. I doubt it. You going to Hungary? Yeah, I think so. I don't know yet for we sure. We can't. But yeah, I think that's the idea. But but anyway, we we're trying to figure out some alternative means. And I said, I said, Greg, just wait until Brentry. I mean, you're <laughs> going to have to get through the whole Brexit thing first. <laughs> but once you guys decide to re-enter after everything falls apart, you know, it'll be super cheap to you know mail stuff over there. It'll well, be the equivalent of going like back to the lira, the Italian lira, if you remember. Oh yeah. how insane that got. Yeah. Before the those are high numbers. Well, I was going to say, is the like, Brentry I'm a millionaire? I, yeah, I got three right. billion. Can I have a Subway sandwich? Yeah, can, yeah, <laughs> yeah or I have fifty thousand. Can I have a fucking espresso? Can, um, can I get guac? No, <laughs> you can't afford guac it. Guac is extra. You Why literally want the guacamole? can't afford it. <laughs> uh, it, So, is the Brentry going to happen after World War Three? Is that? I think it will be. Okay. <laughs> it might be the catalyst <laughs> for it. Might be, yeah. yeah, like no, it's my thought. We're coming back in. We've just rebuilt our navy. Do you remember our Navy? <laughs> the Armada? <laughs> <laughs> no. That was the Navy we destroyed. Yeah. Did they destroy well, the no, Spanish Armada? Did the I, I can't. I, my, my, <laughs> Michael stares it, at the Canadian. <laughs> like, it was the Br- Commonwealth, it, right? It was the Brits and the Spanish yeah, yeah. fighting. Definitely. But they beat, <laughs> they the, definitely but they beat the Spanish, right? And that was what, how... Uh, that's how that... Yes. Looking at my history questions. Yes. Yeah, it's just trying to find out how the, that Nissan got named. Right, like it's like it's named after something that was once glorious, and then at the bottom of the ocean, uh, oh, and you're you naming mean, a fucking SUV after. Talking it? about uh, like you mean making groups. mistakes like VW does? They named their SUV the Touareg. Well, they didn't know that which was, was a happen. really tough people down yeah. in Africa until mm. they gave those people AK-47s, and it turned into mass genocide. <laughs> Whoops, wrong name. <laughs> It's like not the first time they fucked up with their car. Yeah, but you know, there's the VW thing mm. fucking rolling around. Ross, did you ever watch Monkey Dust? I did not watch Monkey Dust. Anyone listening, you should watch Monkey Dust. It's an animated uh, UK cartoon. Okay. But the big thing there, they always had this, it's like little vignettes. And there's always this marketing company that they go back to. And they get into trying to rebrand things. One of the things they try to rebrand is Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> they also that's, that's a tough one they also get into rebranding the fire brigade but the other one they talk about is like well, we helped the koreans and you know we realized that if we just named you know if we just took a venereal name 
in Korea and then named it a North American car, the cash key, then it would sell well. Oh my God. So when you see a cash key, it's like, it's like a, it sounds like a Korean venereal disease. It's a Korean car. <laughs> uh, but they actually manufacture the cars by that name in the UK as well. There you go. And they're a desirable car. It's spreading. <laughs> is there a vaccine it's a little because that's what i'm gonna name on your car yeah. I'm, I'm just i'm gonna name my uh you know the cars you know when our hire when non-profit gets hired as a marketing firm i'm guessing <laughs> you know two years and counting mm-hmm. yep um counting down uh you know we should we should you know try and rebrand some things we, we thought we were we thought we were doing a good job. Just for as a fun exercise, we uh, put together a campaign for Virgin uh, Air- Airlines um, that okay. was Back to the Future themed. <laughs> oh, you know, so, and yeah. um, you know, it's like where we're going. We don't need roads, and like we Photoshop Martin McFly into first class, and you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, but Jesus, that's n- that's a new bar right that's there. A, that's a high level of rebranding right there. Well, they rebranded fire the fire brigade Icarus. If you oh, want to, be like, oh, call Icarus. You know, yeah. <laughs> if you've, if your home has gotten a little too close to the sun, <laughs> call Icarus. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, it's like let's let's, let's just dissect that for a minute. Icarus failed. <laughs> well, he just he just became a swimmer. <laughs> Not what you want to hear from the fire department. <laughs> you're gonna be the fire department comes to your house. Much of your furniture is gonna be swimming. Yeah. So and I, then the, I see the parallel myself. I, I, but then it's the equivalent of the, them showing up and going, "Ah, we're not really good at this. You want to become cops? <laughs> Same locale, different responsibility. And you get guns. Do they get? Guns and you don't have UK? to pull. No, 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 no. no, no Some, you're special. Yeah, you have special. to you have to work near the embassy because I rolled through there and they all had serious and, firepower. Yeah, yeah, they had MP5s and some yeah. had <clears throat> some other fucking excellent pistol caliber. Jesus, it seems appropriate for the shitty walls that are in their building. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I, I, some of them had a G. Okay. Uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> They'd be like. like the guys who qualified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the people who could actually see what was in the background. Yeah. Who was it? Who were we just talk? Oh, fucking. Cr- um, uh, one, of, one of the guys, um, the guy that, uh, well, a friend of a friend brought in, our special okay. friend. Yeah. Uh, he did some security work. He's a bomb engineer and something like that. Went over to the UK, worked with some of their groups, teach them, teach them about anti-terrorism and some close quarters combat stuff and they were doing going to do an exercise you're like oh you, you want a gun and they handed him like a submachine gun and they're like cool yeah right on don't i need like a tag or a license or you have to like check something like that nah, you're good and so <clears throat> he put it in his bag speaking about the wolf they went to the yeah they went to the some fucking place and he didn't end up getting it out and then he's like cool taking the train home he like it's on the train with his bag and it dawns on him i have a fucking submachine gun in the uk and he's like that is go to jail material right there big time <laughs> and i don't have any kind of license or identification and he's just like sitting on the tube like looking around and apparently he's like it's going to be even worse when i try to return to the embassy with a submachine gun <laughs> so just like, 
He resolved it. Right. Something it got a little bit messy. He stayed out of jail, but it was just like, what? are you fucking kidding me? Of all the countries in the world. Yeah, not, not the place to have a machine gun. Or a firearm of any kind. Sure. Yeah, or, 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 two, or a blade that's longer than two inches. Or a kitchen knife, I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, actually, so <clears throat> after Justice League wrapped and I had a bunch, you know, I'd been over there for 14 months, so I had more than two 70-pound bags. Uh, had to ship some stuff. Mm. And, you know, I'm not even really thinking about it, but because... You know, because sometimes, you know, riding alone on the country road and, you know, I'm going to get it, get into it with white van man at some point on my push bike. Um, white van you, man is a real, it's a te- real like, it's ha- a like character type, right? Oh, no, they're, no, they're literal like. No, it's a literal fucking. If you drive a white van, you're a terrible driver. Yeah. Okay. Also, and possibly a slightly worse human being. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and if you, and if you, and if you pedal a push bike. There, the target you know, of that human being. Yeah, yeah, you are the target of that. Less, you know, the, the person who's, you know, a worse human being than they are a driver. Um, but you, you will get into it with white van man at some point. And so I always carried a blade, and I had, I had, you know, a nice, you know, a, a nice little thing that you know had, you could put on the pinky finger and mm. that sort of thing. But and and of all the Did shit, you carry a caramba, <laughs> right on. <laughs> You can you can like be on the on the on any point on the handlebars on the bike. It's not interfering with anything. Somebody gives you any shit, and you're just like, you know, basically I'm, you've okay. got a raptor claw. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Okay. And you know, and uh, there are some other blades in the, that particular, and nothing, but nothing that that was longer than legal. Mm. But obviously, there's no utilitarian purpose for this particular type of blade, so. When UK Customs went through my bags, you know, of stuff being shipped out of the country, mm-hmm. like you'd think, we want to get this out of the country. This is an undesirable type of implement to have in the country. We should just let this stuff, which is being shipped to New Mexico, leave without confiscating it. But that's not what happened. Huh. So it so had a bunch of, like a, a bunch of stuff pulled out of bags. Fuck. Yeah. So it, th- there's no that we're rhy- ship being shipped. <clears throat> there's like, no rhyme or reason to it because before I moved over here, so you know we're talking like 15 years ago or so. I would come up, so I'm I'm on knife forums because yeah. you can't have firearms in the UK, so yep. you're like, cool, we'll have the next best thing. Yeah, and I literally would like when I come over to visit, I'd meet up with guys and I'd buy like 12 inch blades mm-hmm. and I'd just put them in a suitcase and take them back and. And one year there was a customs inspection form, you know, because they're like, "Hey, we've checked, we've been through your bag, all the three blades, all still there." I then had uh, mm. an auto shipped to me, confiscated, like letter in <laughs> in the mail, going, "Yeah, there was um, illegal, you know, yeah. knives, you know, trying to be delivered to your address." Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> So much. But it was like three inches long, but literally this thing, there are videos on YouTube of people hammering it through a scaffolding bar and the knife not breaking. You're not concerned about that. <laughs> I, I had my knife incident in the UK that was fairly humorous. I went to go on the last job, went to go get my work permit uh-huh. that allowed us to stay there for six months. 
and I didn't did know. Did you get to go down to Croydon? Yes, I did. Outstanding. What a great place. Yeah, so we got dropped off by our driver to make sure we made it on. So the studio Actually, it's a better place now this. than when we went in 2010. Is it? For oh. uh, the first oh, seminar okay. that we taught over there that was, that. well, it was Lewisham, which is not so far from there. But anyway, so, less desirable part. Of it. So the studio wants you to go down there, get your papers worked out because it's fairly important. So we, me and Aaron got there and our driver dropped us off and then he was going to come back in like four hours or something. Yeah, however long it's going to take. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a while. So I'm standing in line and not thinking. And then the, this guy, a Sikh in front of me, pulled out his <sighs> ceremonial blade. And I was like, oh, right on. And I was like, immediately looked like felt my backpack and was like, I brought my fucking switchblade. And I was like, oh, well, he has that knife. Not the same. It's a fucking long knife. And I was like, size wise, it's the same. It's a fixed blade. Mine's an auto assist. <laughs> it's a little bit different. And I was like, single maybe hand I'll open, just... opening. Yeah. Loud, well, I was like, so I was like, maybe I'll just talk to the guy. So I went up and I was like, hey, I have my pocket knife with me. And I saw that he had that. And I totally forgot to leave it with my driver. Is there any way I could just like give that to you? You can just hold it. And I can come down and get it. And he's like, yeah, of course. He's like, let me see it. So I pull it out, give it to him. He flicks it open and is like, dear God, get the fuck out of here. And he literally hands it back to me. He's like, go put that in your car. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, All right. Nice. Yeah. Oh, no. It, it's like you're going to get a lot more latitude with a fixed blade than you will a switch. Really? Oh, yeah. Anything that can be opened with one hand is like. Big <laughs> but it's, it's a, already open uh, it's like a tonto like, point fucking bench made <laughs> spring I had assist. one of them yeah, yeah. It's, got, it's a really good knife Great it's knife. my favorite knife for sure yeah. um, so I got a I mean I just went and called the driver it cost me an hour because I had to wait in line again but whatever uh, I didn't go to jail so there's that and I got my work permit so there's also that maybe naive and you helped. kept your knife and I kept my knife which is what I was really because it's like $250 so knife you got over there with that knife <laughs> fuck yeah yeah, easy. Like that's the easiest thing. I I got over there with a two foot baton too, an extendable baton. So that's my choice. Like they are my... legal. Those are no. Yeah. Yes. No. 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 They are legal. So there is a a store in in Glasgow. It's on Argyle Street. It's called Victor Morris. If you look it up, it's a they sell guitars and stuff like that. And then through the back, they have personal like defense weapons. I bought. Kubatans, like really? extendable bat- batons, like mm. knuckle dusters. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. You can't open you can't open the blade with one hand, but you can take a two foot extendable bit of steel and beat the living tar out someone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a yeah, baton is way more dangerous. Interesting, because when I was doing a little research, I mean, I had one over there, obviously, because I'm not stupid. <laughs> um, and, I feel yeah, like the I, most naive I, person I, in the room. I right have now, a police huh? issue one from home. Okay, yeah. it's that nice spring. I mean, but I, but I was always concerned because of what I had read online about them not being okay to carry around in public. Hmm. I, I had one in my car for years. Yeah. Okay. Still have one in my car yeah. with something slightly more powerful. <laughs> Yeah. So it's it, a weird lot. It makes no sense. Yeah. Makes okay. No sense. Baton's good. Baton, you know, even even Mr. Boston Tea Party said in those countries where firearms are not allowed, a nice blade and a collapsible baton, good flashlight, <laughs> fucking good to go. <laughs> and you travel I, a lot and you're yeah. fairly like surprised. <laughs> I, I feel like 
little Johnny Innocent over here. Like, I just worry about bringing my giggle stick anywhere. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but you're Canadian. Like, like, you're nice. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just, we're just saying, I don't have a Canadian passport to shield me from, you know, anti-American sentiment. So I need to have a collapsible <laughs> I, baton. To, I guess so. Like, I just never ground. I've never. I mean, I've had guns pulled on me before, but I just took them away. Oh, you know, In that Asia. just that seemed like yeah. Seem, that seems appropriate. This seems like just, now you have one. Yeah, I was like, I <laughs> just, but wait a second, guns are illegal. Oh, yeah, but but how did they break the law? <laughs> Why would they do that? See, that would be a proper Canadian. But I, I was, you know. <laughs> Why do you do, don't you know that that. Yeah, did you inform them of their mistake? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, listen. That's not allowed, good sir. <laughs> I took it away and said, I'm sorry, sir. This is not allowed. It's like Robin Williams when he's talking about the cop. I think of, you know, when he's talking about the cops in the UK. You know, they don't have guns. So they shout, stop, or I'll shout, stop again. Yes. <laughs> it's like the yeah. Canadian way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Over here, it's like there's you, a little bit more of an indiscriminate me. sort you know? of <laughs> response to... Yeah, no, it's funny. It's like everyone, everyone I know that all my friends that are Americans have weapons. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, nobody has the fucking balls to use them. <laughs> I, you know, I will totally, I will uh, disagree on this one. I remember distinctly being in this very room, being locked in and using a pistol that may have been in my bag as a hammer to try and escape. Yeah, so what you oh, didn't have the nerves to do was, was, was discharge it. <laughs> was discharge it, yeah. But cement floors. I don't think that's nerve. Sure I think that's going, there's a huge separation safety? between movies and reality <laughs> oh, wait, and shooting like door I don't handle. just like shoot the door and the, yeah. in the, in the door and I'm like, go straight through and the door falls down and I go through and rescue the yeah, it wasn't a bazooka. It was well, a nine mil subcompact. If it was, a, yeah. you know if it was like a sawed-off shotgun, no problem. That'll that'll take care of it. Yeah, you get your hand through, and then you can open yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Speaking about movies, so I did want to go back and sort of try and recover from that statement about not having the boss to use them. Um, I wanted to clarify that to not having the boss to use them uh, for an appropriate purpose. Right. The way God intended. No. Let me just... <laughs> let. I'll just go back in time. Yeah. Because, you know, it's okay. It's it's not too soon. I anymore. feel like there's tri-tip hats in your back in time. It's not that far back. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's just romantic, you know, stuff. Sure, they made yeah, tea yeah. in the harbor, you know, whatever. Crossed a river at Christmas. <laughs> Nobody was thinking about it. Signed some documents. Made some shit up. Um, uh Tea for everyone. <laughs> everyone who can drink from the harbor right now. <laughs> tea is free. Um, uh, Paul, I, I beg you. Oh, Excuse me. You just, just need to recharge the... Uh, just need to reload. Nice. Put a new mag in the... Uh, on three. One, two. No, wait. One, two, three, and then go, or on three? <laughs> yeah, on three. Was one, two... Can never get it right, um, but so partially back in back in time, there, there's some people um, I think in the history of the United States that deserve to be shot mm. and potentially shot fatally. I don't disagree. I'm just you're I'm just wondering you think, which yeah. particular Ooh. incident I'm speaking of. Yeah. I'm speaking of a period of time when some uh, executives involved with some banks kind of got you know 
a little too big for their britches. Oh, right. Yeah. And some, yeah. you know, too big to fail type companies actually collapse. Let me just think. Now, I'm going to get some statistics wrong, so I encourage anyone to uh, come back to me on this one. Go ahead. Feel free to, you know, post it in the show notes for us. Um, hey, feel free uh, to keep your comments to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, if you can't understand me. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, uh, WorldCom, mm. I think. Enron? Somewhere around way, that same that time. Before, it was, yeah. yeah, that was before. But I think, but I think WorldCom actually riffed 17,000 people. Yes. If that was the number? Yeah. That, does, so. that, does that sound about right? And I get them confused. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking some mistakes were made at a very, very high level. Uh, 17,000, okay, give or take, doesn't matter. If it was only 50% that or if it was 150% of that, um, the, the number is irrelevant. It's enough people whose lives were affected in a really, really fucking negative way. Mm-hmm. 401k is gone. You know, kids aren't going to college now. People not working people who've already living well beyond their means and now suddenly don't have you know to you know a job to even make the minimum payments based on these sort of greed uh oriented decisions maybe the maybe the people top thought they were doing the best possible thing for the country for the company you know themselves first being part of the company and then some others you know a little bit further down as it trickles down as they say um and then all of a sudden all those people are out of a job so i think some of those guys went to jail they probably went to white jail you know white collar jail Golf right, where they got to, like golf jail. You could just call it um, white jail. Yeah, <laughs> I realize I could, but I Same should scene. probably just, uh, just clarify exactly what I meant. Um, and uh, maybe went to jail, but but clearly the, the the punishment was not equal. So ever so none of those guys, seventeen thousand people out of a job. How many people does that affect? Let's say half of those people had kids, mm-hmm. and half of those people had two kids. So now you're talking. Now you're now you're looking at sort of like now you're getting up into the sort of fifty thousand people affected by the behavior of these individuals. Everybody knew their names. Everybody knew where they lived. Everybody and so seemed to and all of them still walking around. No consequence for their actions. Probably got involved in other companies and then you know did the same fucking thing. I, but I I've two but maybe I'm just making that. this up. Because contra- contrast that to like that feeling uh, of, you know, and that's the plight of the worker working for a company that's developing something. That the reason they're working there is there's all sorts of guarantees involved and safety and security. And then contrast that with the article that was just written by I think it was in Vanity Fair. I can't even fucking remember. They're all the same now. Um, mm. Complaining about how uh, workers these days are walking out on companies without giving notice and it's really disrespectful. <laughs> That's that was written from a perspective of somebody who owns a company. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was real. I mean, both views are, I have a hard time. Like, okay, so first of all, I have a hard time with the guarantees thing, especially like the insurance thing. Because like, oh, I work for a company, I lost my insurance, or insurance is too expensive, or like, yeah, go fuck yourself. I, I think insurance is too expensive. I have to pay out of pocket. So I don't have a lot of sympathy for people who expect it from a company, or uh, the guarantees aren't there. And I also don't have a lot of, uh, I don't have a lot of sympathy for people that rely on a company to take care of them for the rest of their life, given that in any kind of climate, if that's what you want, you should go to work for the government. Yeah, because that's I the mean, only company that will do that. But not on Friday, because the government's shutting down on Friday. 
Oh man, what are they? They're doing so much oh, good right now, though. So sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm not so, even so from my, here. My and bro- I know that my, my brother-in-law is wildland a wildland firefighter. Yeah. He's been told there's no work. You're not getting paid. We're closed. Stay at home. Right on. I mean, just let like, it burn. Yeah. That's I, that's. But uh, but on that similar fun. note, like yeah. if if we don't do things appropriately and we shut our doors because we're unable to you know pay for things or whatever no one gives a fuck like it's it's awesome man they took a risk and it didn't work out and it's like well you took a risk by depending on somebody else to provide you a living and to provide your social security it's a fucking you're you're entitled and yeah i get like it sounds really shitty especially when a couple people at the top made some moves to actually just increase their own personal wealth and it fucked over a bunch of people but uh, on the second hand that's kind of the game like that that has to be in there and do they like do they deserve consequences well if people feel appropriately about going and serving them consequences and if they did something illegal yeah they should probably pay for it the, the part that sucks is that they heavily influence their their affluence heavily influences and affects their punishment yes which is unfair um Especially when you can get like life for marijuana or whatever the fucking ridiculous thing is. So th- there's there's a couple things there that I think are interesting, but I've also kind of changed my tune because um, I listen to people bitch about so many things about the company that they work for, and I also understand that when people work for a company, there's very little work going on. <laughs> like they show up and sit in a fucking cubicle. Like is it no like. I worked for Musician's Friend. I know exactly what the fuck I did. It wasn't work. Like, people would call on it, hang up on him, and then, like, talk to my friend, and then people would call on it, hang up, and tell the person looked at me. Probably, like, I just fired somebody two weeks getting, ago for... You know, why aren't you getting any calls? And I was like, I don't know, some... What? And then I would answer the next one, and then if I didn't like the guy, I'd hang up on him. It's a fucking... Like, I don't care. Like, I have to be... I'm getting... My incentive is to just be there. Oh, it's when you're, when you're paid by the hour. Yeah. yeah. It's not about production or output. No. And... What I think is hilarious is, you know, I have a small business. Mm. Is there's a there's a generation that comes in who think I'm an idiot. And they're <laughs> like they think that by shuffling papers enough, <laughs> you know, and giving speaking in generalities about what they're doing that I don't know, I'm like I've done every job in this company. I know what hard work looks like. I know what faked effort looks like. You know, and then it's like, but what, what, what? you're being unreasonable. I'm like, okay, well, prove me otherwise. Oh, well, you know, it was just, yeah, I'll do better. That happens like three times in 60 days. Like, you'll do better somewhere else. And I had this discussion. I'm going to offer you the opportunity to do a whole lot better, even for one of my competitors. In fact, here's his business card. <laughs> Please <laughs> go work for him. I'm sending you a virus. I, I, guess I, I guess I'm lucky. I work in a business where, like, we can find out if you didn't work because you have to show us every <laughs> sure every day yeah. in a sweat box. There, there are yeah. there are certain roles in the company where you can't fake it. Oh yeah, but and, there, and, and there are certain and I I think I mean to follow on Paul here there there are there are certain industries where um, if you don't do more than is required, hmm. you're fucking fired. Yeah, and yeah, where 
I mean, I think one of the reasons that we were able to actually flourish, Michael and I, in the so-called film business, which mm -hmm. was actually whatever, I don't know, there was films being made that we were near by. <laughs> um, like we were in the warehouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, but was because we over-delivered, always. And, and uh, <laughs> over-delivered and be on time. <laughs> And that, Even, it's hard to explain to somebody, especially when like prepping somebody to that that is interested in this industry. Like, and, and this is this is how it goes. Like, man, it would be really cool if you know. It's not that we want to be totally disconnected from those jobs. I just don't want to do them myself because they're a lot of fucking work. And the payoff, while was really good for me at the time uh, to like go through those experiences, I don't want to have any more of those experiences. So. You know, when people are interested in that, yeah, we can teach you how to do this stuff. Um, package that mail for me and see how that goes. And generally speaking, it fucking sucks when people can't replicate something as simple as folding a T-shirt correctly yep. and putting the tag in the right place yep. and putting it into the plastic cover correctly. And the flap goes on the same side and it always faces this. So when they open it, they can see the product when they get it out. That's not that difficult. And there's very few people that can like, they're like, yeah, but that's, it's just a t-shirt. It doesn't matter. And it's like, no, how you do anything is how you do everything essentially. Mm -hmm. And that does matter because if I send you somewhere else to do something very complex, you're going to not care about the details and the details are what embody everything that we do. It's our survivability is based on accomplishing details, I think. One of the and, and that you need a fucking intern. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna go through a few interns, is my feeling. Yeah, <laughs> but it'd be really good muses. <laughs> I mean, it, it it would stimulate some good conversation after the fact for sure, um, and 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 would stress our ability to communicate in the in, mm. in the moment. But I think this is this but is actually you can email Michael and ask about intern opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that would be uh, profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, <laughs> at nonprofit.media. <laughs> Good fucking luck. <laughs> no, seriously. I, I actually, I, I, I take that back. Actually, I do apply for a job. Go ahead. An internship. There's no pay. I mean, there's no pay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because, because until we start <laughs> actually making money, paying ourselves, then, you, you know, for sure you're not getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> but I think one of the things what you said, I mean, obviously that how you do one thing is how you do everything is it, 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 it's important. It's how we recognize people. It's, and, it's what um, you do when nobody's looking mm -hmm. that, that builds that habit. Dude, don't go. We're not going to there. We're not going to the gutter right now. Okay. <laughs> Last 15 minutes of the episode. Maybe. Okay. Well, is that, that yeah. a safe zone? Yeah. Safe. Yeah, exactly. Right, that's, right, that, right then we can talk about what I do when no one's looking. <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that, is that dessert? <laughs> yeah. Cherry on okay. top. Okay. Exactly. We're going to, we'll pop the cherry on top at 245. Okay. Two hours, 45. In the morning? Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This card has uh, eight and a half hours left on it. So okay. we can, we can talk until we can. Oh, and it's an pounce. endurance podcast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tell, shelf that topic or table it back burner it what's the verb come on we're in marketing File what is cabinet? it ditch it <laughs> yeah, ditch it ditch that yeah but 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 ditch it somewhere where you know where it is so we can yeah. bring it up later um 
But I think this, the, you know, the, the, these under, fundamental misunderstandings, it's just like, oh, I, you know, it's wax on, wax off. And you're like, how's this going to teach me the martial arts? Well, no, you fold the fucking T-shirt and put it in the envelope properly for as long as it takes mm-hmm. before I trust you. Paint the fence. To, yeah, exactly. Stuff the insulation behind the van, the panels in the fucking van so that Joe can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> For everyone's sanity. Thank God we Joe. Lo- we love you, Joe. We love Thank you, God Joe was brought up. But I, actually- <laughs> I mean, if he couldn't be here, we got to at least talk about in him. In spirit. Well, well, yeah, because it, it, for me, like, because every time I've been here, he was here. <laughs> I went, you thought he lived here? The other day, Rosa and I were like, I'm like, oh, let's just go up to Joe's apartment. <laughs> Yeah. A, a terrible MTV movie. Nothing's changed. I was just about to say, hashtag used to be Ross's office. Well, yeah. I was literally. Yeah, I it. did walk in the other day, and there was a mattress, and I'm it's like, still there. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, totally spaced. We're yeah. looking for a sign, Is and I was there? just going to mm-hmm. go down to Joe's Crab Shack and get their sign that says "Eat at Joe's." Yeah, and I was going to put that on the front of the building. Oh, <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh well, we need to do that for that's his a next job visit. for it. That's a job for an intern. Go yes. steal the sign. Go yes. steal the sign. Exactly. Space monkeys. Exactly. <laughs> um, but 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 I, but I think you know the, the, it, it's that attention to detail or that kind of thing. It's 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 something that's required in the, in the business that we mm-hmm. used to work in. It's it's a level of caring about what's going to happen when the person opens the package, mm-hmm. which is. You know, similar. To, you know, this is the level of caring with which I do every job that, yeah, that, that I that, that I undertake, and and when you talk about okay, like you have to do this in this like in the mail room now before you can even go to the gym, okay, and then you're going to have to once you get through that whole process and we teach you these things and you're around us and we trust you enough and this and that, you got to be in that gym for a long ass fucking time before we send you elsewhere to try and replicate mm-hmm. anything. And when that does happen, well, one of us is going to come there first. We'd have to, to facilitate sit. before you can replicate the facilitation. Yeah. Well, that's the film business in a heartbeat. You get okay. your foot in the door at the lowest level and you'll do the shittiest work. My first yeah. job in film was not even to hold a stop sign. I held a slow sign. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't even have the authority to I tell people to, to stop, stop someone. <laughs> and I was I was a mile and a half away from set. <laughs> and I was standing there in in Canmore because they're filming a car commercial and I had to hold this slow sign and Crafty came out and they're like, "Do you need any food?" I'm like, "No." They're like, "Oh, you don't have to hold the sign. You can just put it in the pylon." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck? I was just going to stand here and not even hold the sign. I have nothing to do." That's how I started, but I was like, I'm gonna do the best slow sign holding don't, I I'm can do. Don't take my one job home. away from me. Yeah, but everyone in everyone in film was like that. Is yeah. at the entry level, they're just trying their asses off. Yeah, and it gets rewarded. It aside from there are fail upwards, like that sure. is another thing. But for the most part, if you're not diligent, you don't get to go. You can't because it is it is one of the the remaining meritocracies yes let's say that yes okay if you do good work and and you're self-aware yeah and you can pick up on how people who are above you are behaving mm-hmm. so that you can behave in a similar way not be a fucking you know 
contrarian of some kind or douche. Yep. Um, it's just an, some single syllable versus contrarian. You know, your word is cheaper, but it's actually more descriptive because <laughs> I'm um, basic. That's okay. Uh, it, it, it's yeah, you, you can go places, but then I've seen PAs just, you know, f- fired for no reason because somebody, Oh, you were in my eyeline, you know, or whatever. But, but that's the fun you know. part about this is that, <laughs> If you work really, really hard and do the things perfectly, guess what? It still might not work. <laughs> we, oh my God! Like life, exactly. Like, yeah. if, but if you don't wow. do good work, you're almost guaranteed not to work unless you're a freak of nature and you know you get pissed on on a video and now you're a millionaire or whatever the fuck that thing is. But for too, the rest of us soon? that are normal, like, well, the rest of us that are normal. Like those things happen, like PAs get yeah, fired. Yeah, yeah. It, but that PA, in what I would think in my own mind is, are you dumb? Why? Why? Like, if you knew that guy was, and I've been around <laughs> those individuals. I've been around people like Ridley Scott, where you know, don't talk to him. Like, <laughs> don't go say yeah. like, oh, I really liked what you did in Alien. Like that guy doesn't want to talk about it. Like that, that sounds like when Mark was was still at Jim Jones when he walked in the gym you didn't make eye contact <laughs> you didn't have a conversation okay. I still go by those rules Wait, <laughs> high point of my life right now I've just been mentioned for similar characteristics in the same fucking moment as Ridley Scott I've, I'm complete uh, give me a firearm so I can off myself no it's too messy it's well it's because you've got your modesty quiff going on as well yeah. at the moment it so, is geez, a pompadour just, like, like it, nobody's it's, business it's amazing yeah. now it's a devil off yes. <laughs> okay now you're looking more like your attitude yeah yes. okay. Okay. Uh, but there is unwinnable situations like there's even like there's unwinnable clients I mentioned one today mm-hmm. like that at, no matter how much detail you put in, no, how much <laughs> Paul care. and I were talking about not that particular uh, uh, client, but another unwinnable client. Sure, that you were actually at the end of the world, <laughs> the very Racking edge of the known fucking world. After that, you Turn- fall into Antarctica, which yeah. I hear there's frozen ice cream or there's like soft serve in Antarctica, so it's not that bad. <laughs> not go. for long. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, unwinnable, unwinnable. But it doesn't mean you stop and and like. Like whine and say I deserve better. So you just try different things and, and and you try to win, and that and when you can't, you cut the loss like mm-hmm. any kind of cancer. You just yeah. get it out and then you deal with the failure. It is an absolute failure. It is my failure to be able to do what I was supposed to do. I'm not the only one that failed, and in fact, I'm the only one who will come out of this okay, <laughs> because the person that was here to get help. It, isn't going to get it anywhere else like if we can't do it god bless you like good luck because we do try very very hard yeah earnest uh, you're earnest sure and honest yeah. like yeah. about the whole situation i mean it, it the last one that just became a little bit difficult it just slipped slip, like slip slid into something that was unwinnable and even then it was about trying really hard to make it to make it work the best it could. I mean, on the edge of the world, it was the same thing. Like Jason Statham isn't available to replace this person. <laughs> nor is this came up earlier. Nor is Jude Law. Nor is Mr. McGregor. Nor everybody else we looked at. So you guys are going to work with this guy, Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ruxpin. <laughs> and and that's fine because I think in the end, like it was not a victory, um, but it wasn't a loss. 
because there were really good lessons involved and there were successes involved with it as well. Even just like on a personal experiential level, like, you know, yeah, shitbag kind of was his own experience, but the area and the people that I met and did other things and developed in my own way, that was a win. But not only, and, and even, and no matter, regardless of the area that you're put into, and this is, this is one, something that Paul and I had talked about a little bit earlier about the sort of the way that we have always handled these jobs and people imagine, I think, I, I mean, I don't know what they imagine about being, you know, a, a, a trainer in the film business other than most of the time, the people who said they did the job actually didn't do it. Um, <laughs> uh, read one of those today, but um, anyway, um, uh, but then, but then, also ultimately the beneficiary because apparently, you know, uh, I, mean, I read something the other day about how you know all the work that I did on you know training Jason for Aquaman, which I saw. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what happened. Was it, Lu- it Luigi's brother? No, I saw the I saw the exact <laughs> I saw the exact workout that got him into Aquaman shape. Uh, no shit! Holy mm-hmm. shit! And only two. I can get that thirty days. I took one workout. What are you talking about? Oh. <laughs> I saw it the just, workout. It's not the oh. the workout. Yeah. Because I didn't, you know, I didn't look like that on day two. I just did it again. And then when I didn't look like that on day two, <laughs> I did it on day three. <laughs> and then day four, you did it twice. Yeah, and I'm still not Polynesian and or six foot five. <laughs> it, I, I get there it. is no magic pill. Sorry. Yeah, but I got a I got a magic lunchbox. <laughs> where my free lunch is inside right anyway the, the, <laughs> because sometimes I, I wonder and, and i don't know how i mean i've i've been around a number of other trainers in the business like where they were like mm-hmm. and and actor will bring their trainer on yeah. the job and well-known and, ones and like, yeah. yeah and, and some, some 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 well-known some not what you know and and obviously i'm not you know there 24 hours a day to see everything but i'm definitely there long enough to see the outcome and I generally saw better outcomes from our space than from other stuff that was going on. I mean, I get, uh, that's, that's the nicest way to put it. Um, and What's so the meanest way to put it? <laughs> let's, let's do the Pepsi <laughs> challenge of who looked better. General public. <laughs> Is that an Instagram poll? <laughs> but it's, you know, some... The, there, there, there are other circumstances, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. And some clients, you know, you just, you, you know, they, they, they're, you know, stubborn enough to resist. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm down with the whose head is harder contest as much as anyone. But the, but the, but the, 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 the thing that I, I think is fundamentally misunderstood is how these jo- you know, how these things actually happen. I mean, so, and I can, we can only speak from our perspective and the way that we handled things. And one, one thing that I was talking with Paul about is just like, look, we, you know, on all of these jobs, um, because we're part of, you know, what do we, part of an organization which believes in us and our ability that's not questioning us. Yes, they want to get our expertise for the least you know, financial commitment they can, but that's, that, that's how anybody that's is, life. you know, that's life, you know, you don't, if, the, uh, and, and so, you know, some jobs are worth more than others, blah, 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 you know. Well, hold on, whatever. on that okay. note, <clears throat> if somebody says money is not an object that's trying to hire you, run. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they're obviously not in the film business. Or do they understand? <laughs> yeah, what is actually going to, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, they, they don't know what is required mm. at that point. Yeah. But um, and, and, and but virtually every one of these jobs that, that, you know, I set up once, you know, after the first one, you know, which was the big come into uh, sort of Jesus moment of like realizing like what this stuff, what this actually takes mm. um, is, is required. But on every other job after that, it's like, OK, tell me who, tell me when, mm-hmm. tell me where. Tell me how bad. And when you say, and when you, and, 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 and when you tell me when, and I do the assessment on the end, you know, that when being when that person, when that injury, give me the day that that person has to be, you know, ready, mm-hmm. you know, for, okay, on camera day, shirtless day. Those are like the two things I care about. And then I'm going to work back from there because I'm going to visit that individual. We're going to do an assessment and then I'm going to work back and I'm just going to go, you tell me you want that guy, ready. that guy is, you know, he is shirtless on October 3rd. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm backing up. Okay, I look at this guy's condition. Yeah, we're going to back up three months. I'm going to look at this guy's condition. We're backing up six. Mm. Oh, it's a female? We're starting six months out. And maybe we're not going to get there in that amount of time, et cetera. So, and then once I have, you know, all of that information, like, thank you. Let's write the, you know, this is where. Wait, wait, wait. You, you insinuated that women are much <clears throat> more difficult. Yes. Okay, I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, it, well, not only, just and, and uh, we have d- like d- one female listener. Okay, no, <laughs> and she's and, really difficult. And, <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell Christina you said that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm, but but what I was uh, referring to there, yes, there's this, there's some psychological um, things that that mm-hmm. um, that influence the timing, the trajectory of the change, but a lot of it is physical. And a lot of that is is just like, okay, this is going to happen at a slower level for a variety of reasons, or a slower rate for a variety of reasons. Um, okay, this guy, you know, and, 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 and it's true with men also. Okay, here's a guy, you know, late 20s, you know, good physical history. Okay, that guy's going to, you know, that guy's going to change you know, rapidly. Mm-hmm. You know, someone who is already relatively, you know, athletic knows their way around the human body, you know, the movements in the body and this and that. Okay, this is a this is a quick thing. This is an easy thing. Don't call me for the easy thing, and it never happened <laughs> because I don't think any of them were ever easy. Sure. Um, unless we'd already worked with them like a year before, and then it was a little bit easier, but never easy. But with the the female clients that I've trained, it's it's it. There's there's the psychological aspect, but then there's just the hormonal aspect, and things are going to take take more time. I think it's a cultural aspect. It's well, also there's I mean, which I would include under the psychological yeah, yeah, yeah. part, but um. But once I have, you know, all that information, and this is what happened also with you, Michael, getting sent to the edge of the world um, on that particular thing or whatever is like, okay, this is, okay, now I have all the information I need, need, we'll do the deal, this is what it's going to cost, and now don't bother me. We'll do it, I'll call you when I need help, or I'll probably email um, because the phone uh, bill is really expensive. Because you gave me this phone with you know, be roaming at two dollars and ten cents a minute or whatever the fuck it was. And I um, watched the Giro at the beach. I was like, <laughs> uh, hashtag international data plan. Um, with uh, but 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 let it you know just let us do it. You know we don't need any oversight, and you don't need to be thinking about that because you know that we're going to do this thing. But the down the the result of that leave me alone thing is that you I will be alone. Mm-hmm. That I asked for no help. I told you specifically not to help me. 
you know, I don't really have the right to complain a little further down the road than I'm not getting any fucking help. Did I quote, no one is coming, it's up to us? You may indeed <laughs> uh, quote that because, you know, on virtually every job at some point, we were on our own for long periods of time. And if you're the person who needs, you know, positive social feedback, if you can't fucking look after yourself, if you can't sort your shit out in a foreign country at the edge of the world where maybe you don't speak the language, maybe you do, um, and you've you know got these resources and you've got this job and maybe you have a client that's compliant, maybe they're not, hopefully they're not actively hostile, but maybe they will be. Man, if you can't sort of assimilate all of that, you will never do this job well. And I'm fucking sorry. You can be, you can be, you can have a 10 pack, an eight pack, a six pack. You can, you can have done all this shit to yourself, trained yourself, um, you know, using whatever means possible to look a certain way. And that is absolutely opposite to doing, helping somebody else achieve the same thing. Hmm. And, you know, whatever accomplishments you have as a physical trainer, are in no way a guarantee. And in fact, I would rather have the slightly fat guy who's obviously been working really hard and training other people versus the person who is ruthlessly devoted to their own sort of narcissistic development or whatever mm-hmm. um, as, a, as a trainer. I want the guy who's working. I want the guy who can communicate. I want the guy who's slightly vulnerable, vulnerable who has fucked up in the past and uh, overcome or made good on those mistakes. Mm-hmm. Amen. I, uh, <laughs> it is. Uh, people do still think it's about exercise, like the details of exercise. And that, that, that was one of the things with you coming this week is like there is a vast amount of detail in the exercise, but it is not about the exercise. Like the, the, it was it, it's more about the communication. It's more yep. about setting up a story and an arc for you guys to follow and to understand that one thing will lead into the other and that there's connections everywhere. And that if you think about stuff and you pay attention and you care about it, nothing else really fucking matters. It doesn't matter what activity you actually do. And that that's one thing that I think I had to learn the hard way because whenever you get into this profession, it's all about the details of exercise. It's about knowing more anatomy and sounding smart because it's not a, it's not a respectable profession if you ask me. Like it really isn't. I mean, respectable as in, do the majority of people that do the profession, um, are they worth a damn? No. Like not even, I can't, I I probably couldn't name on both my hands people that I thought were like worth that much as a, a coach. Maybe, maybe 10. There's an interesting parallel with film actually. There's, and it, and it kind of speaks to what you're talking about, Mark, about being given that sort of bubble of trust and isolation is that uh, my experience with personal training and being someone who admittedly after the symposium, I was like, wow, I don't think I've ever really had a personal trainer. Really. I had someone who drilled me through some things Mm. with very little objective. I've also been on films where the director was acting like a director from a movie about making a movie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like walking around with girls. Yeah, and, oh, these yeah. are the, like, you know, I've had things thrown at me by directors because they're trying to make a show that they're the man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're like, you know, well, dude, in a, in a dark alley, you're dead. But I'm going <laughs> to sit here and smile. Oh, they're Canadian. Yeah, I'm Canadian. 
you know. But the thing is, I think with personal trainers and, and training in general, and I think also on on film sets, good stuff happens when people that trust each other work together and raise the level of the competition up. You're going to do what you said you're going to do. You want me to leave you alone? I'll leave you alone. And like today during the uh, Roger's birthday celebration, I was like, oh my God. Like about five minutes in, I was like, I'm gassed. I'm not, how, how am I going to make this through? And, you know, I limped my way through. But I also knew, well, I've been coached this week on this movement and this movement and this movement. Like hanging on the bar, I could kind of at least think about little things that we talked about. Whereas someone might have drilled me for months and I wouldn't be able to hang on that bar. You know, and so I think it's about professionalism. Mm. And I think it's about being around like you have to surround yourself with people that take their job seriously, whether they're a fry cook mm -hmm. or a personal trainer or a intern or a director. You have to be around people and you're really in life. You're a fool if you think you're going to just, oh, oh, you do this job and you just pull that person in. You have to, you have to seek. Well, I don't think I realized how insignificant um, our job was. I thought it was like, I mean, because we all think self-importance and aggrandization, all that mm -hmm. stuff. Um, because we're in a warehouse and we, I mean, we literally could get whatever we wanted, uh, like, Hey, we need a fan. We need this. And it shows up the next day and you're like, awesome. Like kind mm -hmm. of, um, we're still in a fucking warehouse in Chicago. So it's not that awesome, but it felt like, can yeah. you dehumidify this building for us? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's oh, like too much, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, on the level though, like, Oh, we're working with the main people and they represent this film. And like, we're very important. We deal with them every day. They ask us, you know, how should I eat? How should I sleep? How should I do all these things? It's really easy to get into your head that you're a key player. And it didn't hit me until I think we got to uh, Burnaby uh, Studios. And uh, we were kind of sequestered in the corner in this really weird spot. And then one day... Corner? Different building? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in corner of a different building? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. corner of a different building. Um, and we got called down, I think, because Zach wanted to show us um, uh, a shot for like something he shot maybe two days before because he's yeah. really excited about it and we apparently had something to do with that so we're marching through it was the first time we took the the way through the whole entire studio and so we went through literally like the workshop we went through like the oh, metal yeah. workshop the welders mm -hmm. the special effects guys were working on something then there was like props there was upside down cars there was people like working to make debris look more like debris yep and then there <laughs> There, I mean, th saws are going off. There's at least 250 people scattered around running. And then we finally get to the set. And now we're with the, 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 the crew. And so there's people like, you know, taping shit and hanging things. And Zach's busy talking to like a model designer that's showing him a an exact to like a scaled replica of what the spaceship is going to look like. But they're going to build it in two days. And it's going to be the size of a fucking baseball field or whatever. Yep. And, and he's like, and Zach's just like, yeah, this is great. That's great. And that guy's taking notes and he has an assistant and they're just going to go off once it's okay. And like, they're checking colors. They've got a color palette and we're waiting there to talk to him. And I was like, oh, we, no one gives a fuck like that we're here. Like, this is just, 
We we mean nothing in the long scheme of things. Like we're 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 only in charge of wardrobe when the clothes come off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you see like, war, wardrobe, and you're like, oh dear God! Like that that suit is beautiful, and it like one person spent months tailoring it and getting the right fabric, and then in a second they're like, yeah, fuck that, get the different colored suit, and they like have to make a new suit. And I it, like it just dawned on me that like we are just a fucking tiny cog to help not even uh, a detrimental piece of the movie get made. Like it's a visual representation of something that's important, sure, but the movie would get made whether that person makes it to where we guide them or not. I'm not calling you out on detrimental and the misuse of it, oh. but, but I know you, this. But you kind of are? Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, but go it, ahead, back up. What, what was it? it, it no, we're not. You said something, we're, we're not, you know, it's not even a detrimental piece of the movie. Like I think what maybe you meant was like it's not even a, not to the detriment. To try this? To the detriment? No, to the detriment. no, no. no. It's yeah. Would it be to the detriment? Detriment. No, because that would be the negative. He's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking it was like, yeah. I got you. I'd have to think about what word I meant. Yeah, it doesn't. There, but yeah, it, I got you. Yeah. But Good one. it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, yes. And, and the unfortunate thing is that a, a lot of times, you know, after the, and, and the reason I think that, you know, trainers on movies get like, too big for their fucking britches and think they're more important than they are is because that's the because because people don't know what they're seeing when they watch a fucking movie and so they comment on the one thing that they recognize right they don't understand that that little model to scale was made in order to make the bigger one or whatever maybe that was just yeah, i didn't even know how computer. he made that i was like that's fucking awesome. like that would have taken me i mean i paint Auto miniatures cat, yeah. and i know how long that would take i, I was looking at blade runner miniature uh, so it popped up in my my feed the um the city from the original Blade Runner. Okay. Mm. Like, I mean, probably a 10 by 10 oh, yeah. panel for fly-throughs and the pyramids and everything else. And it's just an army of artisans yeah. who are crafting this thing. And people are like, and every building has lights in it. And, every, yeah. you know. Same as the Death Star. Death Star <laughs> yeah. was literally yeah. about this big. Yeah. Uh, the trench. Yeah. It's just a grid. Yeah, yeah. You know. But the funny thing is, is that a good director would understand. See, the thing is what, what you guys, that, that sense of small that you were sensing, you guys are basically making sure that his paints are the right color and the right texture. And it's just like the stat, like the, the, you know, the model has to be the right size Mm -hmm. for the right camera and stuff. That's what the beauty of the film. And that's when good films happen is that everybody is working at that level at, at, at a highly professional level yeah. of and 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 because expect- they don't always just so we're clear <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very aware of that but i mean but, oh, we got lucky i think because it tends to be that zach has a very tight-knit group in every subcategory like his costume oh people michael is great like you go to damon and the stunt crew and you're oh like there's God. nobody better than that so maybe that was like something to live up to. Like maybe I wouldn't have been that good. And that's the, the sad part about this is like, um, had the environment been worse, we might not have, we would have been worse. And so we are a byproduct of our environment of one that we had no control over, but took full advantage of. Cause I could look across the warehouse and see Damon and they're like, or they had done the Ryan job Watson already. Yeah, or, Ryan, all know, the guys. Maddie. I mean, any of the, Freddie. Yeah, they're doing. They're practicing shit that has nothing because they are so in tune with like this is what we're good at. We're gonna make it the best. And if we get a good idea and we can offer that to be, you know, a thing 
for this project or the next doesn't matter. Uh, our ideas are always like pushing boundaries of this. And I was just like appreciative of it because mm-hmm. cool. I love watching people move and watching those guys fight, work out sequences and then do backflips and weird crazy stuff just for fun. It's awesome. I was on set one day when a scene from Justice League that hopefully will be released one day. Um, <laughs> where like... That'd be the uh, Snyder cut. That would be, That'd be the, the only cut. one that matters cut. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Boom. Oh, sorry. <laughs> where like, where Ray has to crush a, like a voice recorder. And he's cyborg's mm-hmm. listening to something and he's pissed. Someone had to make that so that he could crush it the right way. So it was broken into a million pieces and then assembled but (laughs) zach wanted a couple different angles so there was not just one but like five or some crazy number and they're like literally like you know the size of an iphone him crushing it into and it had to be crushed a certain way and all this so like think that guy probably worked a week to do that you know and that that's but everyone tries hard and as long as everyone tries hard you're gonna get good there's you know? a there's a book um called be be obsessed or be average mm-hmm. uh, grant cardone <clears throat> so sales guy but that i've always loved that principle because the people who are truly great at what they do are obsessive about it you know i think like, so there's no half measures with excellence you can be innately physically talented or adept at something mm-hmm. But you'll never reach, I mean, how many people have, have you come across that are just a waste of God-given talent because they took it for granted and, you know, it was enough? I'm only up to 507 right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we, how much time we got left in the car? Just keep that in mind. Yeah. You know, We're just going to now read a list of Mark's. <laughs> so, so you, Mark things didn't cut it. So, so you said something, Michael, and it's, it's kind of combination of ideas. Um, but it's been running through my head since she said it it's like there's a vast amount of information at the bottom of the squat yeah <laughs> you know just tying stuff together and it's I, just like the, it, because, uh, you keep people down there and you keep them talking till they get uncomfortable and you get really detailed and until really they start talking to themselves yeah, is essentially what. Yeah, what I'm saying is not important for sure, but the you, but it <laughs> but it it facilitates them going to a place where there's a reckoning with themselves. You're like, this is this is baby stuff. I watch my three year old yeah. sit in a squat mm-hmm. for like twenty Perfectly. minutes. Yeah, and he doesn't know. He's not even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. No one told him it was hard, mm-hmm. or he couldn't Th- do it. Three minutes is like absolute hell. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just as, as I will add on top of that, there's a vast amount of knowledge at the bottom of the squat, and ninety percent of people will never get to the bottom of a squat. Okay, I'm at five hundred and eight now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of someone who couldn't ever get down to get the depth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this a toxic Charlton thing? <laughs> no, 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 not not specifically. That's because uh, <clears throat> those people are caricatures of themselves and and are irrelevant and insignificant. But um, no, it, just, I, it was kind of a joke, but but the, the, the idea of I 
I mean, I think about what Ross just said in, in one sense, like yeah, a three-year-old can sit in the squat for 20 minutes and not even notice or think about it that it's hard. And then three minutes as an adult is fucking hell. Where does it become, you know, how did it become hell? How do you know, how did it, how did we degenerate physically and psychologically to the point where like sitting in the position of waiting for the bus? No, no it, it, it happened <laughs> when we get given chairs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because it's taken the load off us. Because we're almost at depth. We're like, sure, but it's not even. Stuff toilets. I mean, just make the toilets lower, and we'll solve all these problems. Well, I think there's a just a take lack the of toilets out and foot pads turn squatting. <laughs> yeah, Euro style. I'm, yeah, and then you'll cut back on the colonic cancer treatments because people will be squatting better. Okay, so big pharma yeah. doesn't want that. Yeah. Raise the toilets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to jump up onto our toilets soon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you could, you could just buy a squatty potty. I have one. Yeah. Two, actually. I, I think our guests probably think we're weird, but that's in the guest toilet as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, enlighten me. What is the squatty potty? Oh, so, my God. It comes out of your toilet, and you can, like, Put your, put your feet up so you're actually into a deep squat. Which oh, but you're still on the you toilet. Don't, but you're relaxed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. The, okay. Well, there's so a posture I've, to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I've, I've seen the whatever footrest. Yeah. Like the stool version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so is this is... Is it like you push a button and it comes out, or no, no, you yeah. literally just it fits around the the. Oh, okay, so it is part. a stool thing. So I have yeah. seen it. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't realize it. Had and there, a name. there are there Squire are a couple of different heights. Okay, for it, my He's my friend actually owns like it's his company. Oh really? Yep. The one with the unicorn commercial. Yep. Best marketing Dude, that's ever. Awesome. All right, so there's <laughs> a unicorn that's like so now taking you, a shit. dishing out if, rainbow shits. <laughs> yeah. If you've been listening to the Dissect Podcast for any period of time, you know that you know we feel pretty strongly about not taking advertising. <laughs> However, <laughs> if we do at some point... It'll be the Squatty Potty. It, no, it, not just that. Oh. It'll be things like that. <laughs> okay. Yes. Things that are sort of outside. You know, who gives a fuck about Squarespace? Yeah. Like, they don't need any more... No. You know, they don't need to be advertised on anything like that. But it's the, it's the small companies That's making unique about... and yet useful products that are yeah. at the Remarkably fringes of the market. Useful. That's right. That's <laughs> the, right. That deserve that is true. And have mm. to do with ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's my only other, other thing. Uh, it's just got to be, if it's on the way out, we advertise for it. Okay. We, <laughs> I just admit, I mean, uh, there's just a whole host. Well, there's only a few things actually. It's like there's no. It's okay. You can give the inner workings of your mind. You can share that. There's a whole host. No, what we want to advertise is the inner workings of your intestines. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know, wanna, I'm sure there's a want, video of mine somewhere. You know, from oh, a couple of months ago. So uh, for sure there is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Apparently that there's some HIPAA things that you know prevent that from being shared on the internet, but. You never no, know. No, if I'm the shader. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Uh, I, 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 I diverted us completely. No, that's <laughs> and we're okay. Still, now we're like almost two hours into it and went, not talking about the and topic. This is, well, I was so just going to say that uh, <laughs> this is how the superior um, work ethic mind uh, operates because I've already thought of the design and the packaging for a nonprofit butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> It's obsession, I know, but I'm, I, I am, I need to bite my tongue, sure, mm -hmm. because 
There's some real sponsorship opportunities. <laughs> I would really love to discuss Maria's new design. <laughs> because it's the most glorious piece of clothing <laughs> I have ever seen. I just can't talk about it right now. Sure. And, and just to say, you shared um, this designer with Aaron. Uh-huh. And she looked it up and she's like, I can only imagine Mark wearing it. <laughs> There'd have to be, there'd have to be some, uh, what'd you call that thing when they do the tats and the... Oh, I was going to say a crack. cod piece. Oh, oh no, the darts. The darts. So there'd be, have to be some darts for the equipment <laughs> to get around the equipment. But other than that, I would we'll, we'll leave I, that up to... Paul yeah. and I are stating at each other yeah. going, do you... What the fuck are they talking about? I, and I will probably not share it with you later. <laughs> I appreciate that. I don't <laughs> know what it is, but I appreciate that. <laughs> You know, that's, that's kind of like eating before you show up at the yeah. meal, you know? I yeah. feel full. I feel, exactly. <laughs> Oof, I feel... Satisfied. Oh, damn, I'm satisfied. Satisfied with not partaking in that. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, well, faithful <laughs> listeners, you we've gotten to butt plugs now. Yeah, exactly. So you're well, so we've got we, that, we, and then cod piece was mentioned. But it could be the nonprofit butt plug for profit. What do you? What would the markup be on one of the, something like that? I mean, I guess that would depend on what it did. I don't know, is our metal from China or is it? Like, oh no no no! It has to be ceramic. <laughs> no, it has to be from space. It has to be called something that doesn't exist. <laughs> I Just mean, make, make it the only way you're gonna plans. graphene, it, graphene, or it's graphene, or it's made from the remnant dirt of Elon Musk's tunnel. <laughs> Shit, that's worth, some, that's worth something right now, isn't it? Yeah. And it's for another tunnel, so it's very apt. <laughs> oh no, the circle okay, is so, complete. So since we don't accept advertising, we try to remember to advertise it. You know, we fund this thing ourselves by making stuff. <laughs> and we don't we, make that yet, so keep listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't, I mean... Please submit your entries, design entries too. <laughs> oh Jesus! Ooh, All right, yet. so not I'm, I'm going to no, easy. no. I'm going to throw this out there. Yeah, let's do it. If we get an actual like CAD rendering of, <laughs> I, I mean, a specific engineering blueprint for a nonprofit butt plug, and it is and it is conceivable that we could just give this to an, a firm of some sort, and they could create this thing i have three 3d printers sitting in my office so i will allow that person to fill out a scholarship application for the next symposium without being an actual contributor i have connections in china that can just make it so be, <laughs> okay be so so what i mean if now we're <clears throat> i get crazy sometimes i throw out some symposium <laughs> passes just for shits and giggles <laughs> somebody so and i think we can announce this now they haven't confirmed yet but somebody, we, we announced the Black Friday sale about doubling the price. Three people purchased at, at double the price, even though specifically right before they pressed pay, I said, please don't do this. It's Shut overpriced. The fuck up. And if you wait 24 hours, it'll be half the price. Three people still bought. So I rewarded those three people. Oh, okay. Because like we do, we always over deliver. So mm-hmm. two people got a gift of some sort. Because I like and I thought it's going to be like a butt plug. No, I looked up their history and I saw what they didn't have, and I fulfilled wow. what they might have missed. One lucky person had bought everything, 
And so I sent them a card that said that this is good for one pass to the symposium if you show up on this date. We'll see if they show up. Fucking awesome. That's actually, that's actually <laughs> that's, really cool. Yeah. Next time you do it, I'm totally buying double price. <laughs> because because when you I never count- know because we have, you know, because in the background all the time, you know, like earlier mentioned, oh yeah, there's a prototype t-shirt and it's not just, the, you know, it's not, that's not a one thing that, you know, happened one time. There's not just that. There's always stuff going on in that the waiting room um that there's <laughs> always a, a pile of printouts there, there's, there's always a pile of printouts in there yeah of, of some kind of of thing you know because we're we're always sort of trying to, to to create and make things things that can communicate things that might be able to influence at some point things that maybe will steer the way that you know people come across them think or perceive things and and of course when somebody's you know, investing in that. Yeah. It's, we're going to respond positively and, 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 you know, and give more, even if it is, or potentially, especially if it is to our financial detriment. Mm, nice use. Mark, you're beating Ooh. around the bush. I mean, let's just announce that in 2019, there'll be a nonprofit decoupage kit coming out, <laughs> you know, <laughs> And and because you've become really crafty over the last you know eighteen months, so well I can't we can't in it because this will be far enough down the line. I think we can. Did you say fifty six? Mm. Episode. This is episode fifty six in which we announce <laughs> that we have the second contributors T shirt coming out. We promise nothing, but we always <laughs> over deliver. <laughs> we promise nothing. We guarantee everything. <laughs> I'm just trying to like think of the timeline that's on the whiteboard right now about when the second contributors t-shirt's supposed to come out and where we are could potentially be in real time, which time we know is irrelevant from the last podcast where the four of us were gathered <laughs> together. Um, so I'm just kind of hypoth- hypothesizing real time on that timeline, where we are, where this podcast needs to come out in order to announce that thing. Mm. And that has to be ready. Um, do we have trustworthy partners to be able to execute on time to get, you know? Well, we're going to pre-order the Seek shirt. Are we? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Because, uh, a, Wait, did you just give away what it <clears throat> says on the front of it? Yeah, but they'll find out. Because yeah, but this, this is like probably what? 56 is probably like mid-January? Uh, it'd be a little bit sooner. Yeah. First week of January? And fuck no, because 56 is coming out right after 52. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, this is uh, and then our the, podcast. Uh, yeah. We can do whatever the fuck we and want. Then there's That's awesome. The, the, the lost episodes. Yes. Exactly. Create intrigue. Oh, God, I love that so much. For some fucking reason. I don't know. What, like, make, It does nothing for me, but it does everything. And so, yeah, I mean, or, eventually or maybe we, be, just, we will be rewarded for our contrarianism. Yeah. But <laughs> so we will have a seek shirt. There will be a puzzle to get this one. There will be a time cut off, and there'll be a delay in receiving it. And the and the, the deal is, you know, we've like we've I, I've realized it's a hell of a lot cheaper hmm. to just put the clues on a thumb drive than to like buy URLs and having to keep renewing them because <laughs> when this whole thing started I was kind of going wild with the the budget the URLs yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now the Grums. renewals are coming up as Ross said they would yeah. I'm like damn I guess I'm going to have to let Tequila Jedi go <laughs> <laughs> the good time in Vegas 
always catches up with you at some point. Oh, at some point, yeah. Someone's got video. But did you let it go? Not yet. I looked up one. I looked up one today, and it 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 didn't work anymore. Which one? Oh God! It was in. It was in seek. It's it's in race three, and it doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, is it broken? Yeah. Hand me that. I'll look. I can find it for you. Hold on. Yeah. Take take a look and, and tell me. Oh, watch this. You can drop the phone on the ground, but not the camera. <laughs> <laughs> that went through my mind right away. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- that's that's funny because I'm going to report it because I check. Our, this, uh, I'm one of those center. guys that checks these shit. Yeah. So, the, yeah. By the so way, did you dial up the phone number in the 705 area code and find out who answered? Well, I, I do. I do passes. Let's be <laughs> okay. Let's be easy there. Okay. But I did check about learning to skate from a genuine Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Nonprofit.guru. That's the one that didn't work. That that should go straight to nonprofit.media. No, it went to this website is under construction. No, it's 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 available it's soon or something or oh, did not go all the way. This is why I, I don't have... like Namecheap. It's really hard. No, it's because you no, know, you don't like Namecheap because no, the there's, there's the no need today. <laughs> it's working. Yeah, it's working. What am I? Uh... Oh, that's your Canadian phone. No. Okay. Well, that You're, that's good. I'm glad that I'm a false, false prophet, false complainer, <laughs> false prophet. I'm a false prophet. Do I get a scholarship for that? Yeah, false prophet. Prophet. maybe. <laughs> it's and, possible. And, and I'm like the lost prophet. Is that? <laughs> yes. In fact, yeah. which, by the way, that reminds me, we are going to have to release some of the. We'll have to check, of course, but we'll release some of the scholarship applications from the last run. Because they're fucking really good. Yeah. Oh, there's actually they're an application. Excellent. Oh, the, there really excellent. is. Yeah, we had thirty applications actually for a scholarship for the last one. We awarded six. One of the guys couldn't make it, but five guys did. That's awesome. Yeah. Which we but, will. So, and is he going to be able to make it to the next one? Um, we will uh, hopefully. Yeah, we'll tell him that it's still good for it. Yeah. yeah. The next one. Yeah, and then one of the guys who actually paid couldn't make it, but he is he is coming to the second one. Nice. Which is a guy who will be sitting in this room. Oh, we haven't announced it yet. Do we have a date oh, for the date, second yeah. one? It's oh, the 15th. Let's, sh- should we do it? Yeah. It's, I let's fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I jumped no, the you said let, Let's reward no, the no, people wait. who've hung in this long. <laughs> yeah. wait, wait a second. Wait a second. No. You said it's the 15th. You didn't say what month or what year. <laughs> so, so, all right. If you guys figure that out, <laughs> you can show yeah. up on the day and time. But, um, <laughs> fuck, how far do you want to go with this? As far as you want, I'm fine announcing everything because it's all built. I just haven't let it go yet. No, there's one thing that is not yet guaranteed to happen. The curriculum, true. No, no, the no, curriculum. No, 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 no. Everything, everything. It's, it's just, it's a, it's a piece of the, the Friday night sort of, yeah, the pre-event the, thing. Yeah, um, that's up to you. Um, I say you just put it out there because I feel pretty good about it. I, I'm feeling okay about it. And I think we can probably do it. All right. All right. Let's go. So, the second nonprofit symposium, which the first of which was titled Endurance for Strength, Strength for Endurance, or mm-hmm. Strength for Endurance, Endurance for Strength. Um, same title on this one. The curriculum will change only slightly because we learned some stuff on the first time around, mm-hmm. better, how better to communicate. So, um, we had, I can't remember, how many people turned up? We 33. 33 people the last one um and that was basically due to limitations we had decided there were this number of entries mm-hmm. at this price there were this number of scholarships which you had to apply for and i think we should definitely mm-hmm. 
put some of those scholarships out for people to read, not as, you know, uh, like a cheat sheet or a Cliff Notes kind of thing about no, how to, be a about totally how to get in? It'll be a totally different, no, it'll be a totally different topic like this time or you know, subject that yeah. you need to write about. But um, anyway, so the second symposium that is going to be held at the Nonprofit Events Center will start on Friday night, February 15th, 2019. And on that Friday night, the people who attend the seminar uh, will enter a, a separate sort of pre-event for free. Which um, and then there will also be tickets publicly available to buy to get into this event as well. That event is going to be the soft launch for my book, Refuge. Um, we will have copies available for sale that night. There will be a audiovisual presentation describing the book, where it came from, what it sort of means to me. Um, prior uh, to us hosting a live podcast in the room out there where um uh the non-profit event center in, in salt lake city yes in the non-profit <laughs> event center in salt lake city exactly that's where that's where the both the uh the, you know the, the party or the event and the podcast are going to happen um we we did post i can't remember what the episode number was but we did post um the live prod you know live podcast that we recorded on the first one mm -hmm. this will be a slightly more organized i think we'll have an usher to you know hand people the microphones so they don't start speaking before anyone sure. can hear them right. um so it'll be do, done in a little bit more organized fashion but we'll we will launch refuge and then we'll ha have this live pod live podcast and then we're gonna that'll go right into the symposium which will happen on the 16th and 17th of february with the 18th being a holiday if you need to fly back home and i'm gonna stay for the next week so outstanding that works out perfect for me Right on. Because I should be able to, I don't know, do 20 push-ups or 30 push-ups by then. So. <laughs> and, you know, obviously that's going to be the test because physical tests are what we are all about. Oh, yeah, yeah, when you come here, that. you get crushed. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I'm trying to be, oh, um, after, uh, so the who's gonna, who's after the presentation, we'll also have refreshments and a little bit of a social gathering upstairs yeah. in the Wildwood Social Club. Yes. A.K.A. <laughs> Joe's, Joe's apartment. apartment. <laughs> Which, by the way, Joe Holmes, I'll see you there. Yeah, yeah no, if he's, he's coming down for it, but I'm, I'm going to urge him to drive the van so that he can sleep in the parking lot. And... I'm going to put some pressure on myself, too, for the really important stuff to make sure we meet and exceed standards. So I'm going to try to tap an IPA keg up there before that event. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Are we going to... Um, so, so who's going to be the big spoon and who's going to be the little spoon with you and Joe upstairs passed out on the Joe has a van bed. now. Yeah. But wait, we're making oh, a we're gonna gonna we do here. need to organize one other piece of this if <laughs> mm. if we're going to tap a keg up there. So now we're in a part of town which is expanding rapidly. Yes, and you got Fisher Brew Pub up the street. Mm -hmm. I assume mm -hmm. they make beer, and maybe they put that beer in kegs. Is that true? I've never been. It's only on Eight South. I don't know. Yep. Now you got then the uh, Templin. Yeah, Templin family. Templin family, and then proper. another. And then we got proper right over there, and we got squatters right down the street, and then Epic, Epic. is not so far away. Right. Yep. So we got five to choose from. Should we start a bidding war right now? I think we should. Okay. He's Guys, gonna we're going to have about 30 people here. What are you willing to do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say if I think we Ross actually. I should work on the advertising. That <laughs> yeah. bit. If we, if I, no, I, I actually think that, like, this is it. How about it? <laughs> Just how about it? I, I, I think. Okay, my prediction. Could you maybe record for, a DVD and we could drop it off? 
uh, each <laughs> all other. of these broodies. You know, here are all episodes of our can... podcast. If you listen to all of these, you'll find a clue at the end where you might be able to benefit. <laughs> but you're going to have to listen to every single episode because the clue might be in it might be in episode three. It might be in thirteen. You never fucking know. I was thinking about having Pit Viper help us with that. Ooh. Okay, now we're talking. <laughs> so because I, if those guys show up as a sponsor, you know some shit is going to get broken. So <laughs> one of my buddies r- runs this event experience group. And uh, out in Grand Junction, there's a place where you can rent tanks and blow stuff up. And I was just like, in Grand Junction. <clears throat> this news is improperly it's very disappointing <laughs> and so and he's, and he's like you can blow stuff up from helicopters and they're going to fly down for the day it's 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 wild it's like top gear if you've ever seen the gunship yeah. episode so <clears throat> he's got all this booked i'm like well if you're going to be discharging firearms you have to have appropriate eyewear and he'd never heard of pit viper <laughs> oh man so he is hell-bent on having them as a sponsor for his event where everyone who shows up gets issued ballistic level uh, pit, pit viper if you're gonna eyewear. like there's no better set of eyewear to be on I your love, face when you're blowing shit up with a tank obviously. I, I love the smell of napalm in the morning <laughs> yeah. you know so uh, so I'll, I'll keep you posted on how, on how that goes but he he was feeling pretty stoked he's like why would they not want to be involved with tanks it's a solid point yeah and speaking of napalm in the morning I don't know if did you see uh, Evan's post this morning of he got Robert Duvall to sign a couple more post of the uh, victory posters. No way. Yeah, yeah. So he did, last year, I think Duvall signed a, signed a few, yeah. um, and they were auctioned off for charity. Nice. And uh, I'm not sure what Evan's going to do with these. With these, but he, there was on his on the 30 seconds out uh, Instagram feed today. He was uh, showing some of those. I'm <laughs> just like, that is so great. That is pretty fucking. Anyway, good. Um, I I just imagine like a ski video with a tank in it now, and I'm very excited. <laughs> who knows neon olive drab <laughs> maybe like people i'm just doing... I, I, i'm just thinking what's the name of the corporation that owns all the ski areas <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't. Somehow not everybody loves them i'm pretty sure though anyway uh, so um 30 people are going to show up i actually think if we put it out there that it's going to be a launch for the book yeah and that there's going to be an audiovisual presentation, not unlike potentially the AV presentations that are, you know, multimedia presentations that I used to give. Please do it with slides, like no laptops allowed. For sure. I have oh, a Ross. Oh, no, no, no. I still have oh, the whole yeah, setup yeah. and the programming. I mean, everything is still exists. I'd Ross, that is a tall ask. I thought you liked challenges, Mark. Thought you were oh, because uh, you'd have to. You know, I thought you liked to over deliver. What's the problem? Give the people what they want. Slide projector. Yeah. No, no, it's a dual projector. It's a four track recorder with the. Oh, I see. And it's a dissolved unit that. So you, you have the intern. Yeah, I'm just saying it's a fucking luddite. Hey, you 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 can say no. That's too much, and you don't want to try, and that and that's okay. Yeah, that that one. I, the main thing would be the actual condition of my two projectors right now because they have been in storage uh, since about 2003 tell me where they are i'll find them no 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 (laughs) i have them well let's get it's just they would just need to go to somebody to get 
you know, tuned up or something that I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't turned them on. I, I'm pretty sure I have spare bulbs for them because I was paranoid like that. Uh, can you revert? Can you take digital images and put them like, is there a company that makes them into slides? Yes. That oh, can, that can sure. happen. Yes. Yeah. But why would you? That would, that would make a lot the photographer cringe, but I mean, I did be, a lot of the title slides that I, I mean, s many of the title slides and from the original stuff, with you know the lines drawn on for where roots went and stuff like that, were you know the the slides were digitized and then hmm. manipulated in Photoshop and then became slides again. Um, Probably Photoshop like version three, <laughs> two, <laughs> two potentially or whatever. Or there was I'm trying to think in like '87 I was at the annual American Alpine Club meeting in New York City. Black tie event at the time, uh, but John Bouchard took you know had a bunch of friends in New York and one of the guys that we, whose place we ended up with at I don't know I was pretty drunk and there's a lot of lines of coke that were you know there available or whatever but he was a guy that the they were gone but this is like eighty seven and he was doing digital manipulation of pictures but the, but the equipment that he had in his apartment you know would fill half of this room. You know, oh, to sure. do something you can do on your phone. It's right the now, equivalent right? of like a Cray supercomputer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Filing cabinets. Fucking amazing. But but that was his whole thing was like taking real photographs and, and, mm. and not necessarily, you know, making the hot models look hotter or whatever. But it's sort of the, the process of, you know, adding text and titles and print and oh. things like that to these mm. to these images. And 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 at that time, I mean, I was building the Wild Things catalog in a <clears throat> fucking was one of those original Macs called an SE2? Yep. Is that? Yep. So that's what I was working on. At, I just at have the, the SE. I still have an SE. Okay. It may have been an SE. It was one of the, you know, I, it, 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 anyway, but, and then this guy had like the, you know, something one step shy of what probably the national security agency was running at the time um, to manipulate images and, you know, so he could keep himself, you know, stocked with blow. But, um, <laughs> So, so yeah, that does exist. It's, you know, I mean, I glass mounted all the slides years ago. So ideally in their boxes, there's only dusty on the outside. I, I mean, one of those, like the original 1994 frozen waterfall presentation with when I had my first dat recorder that we went outside and actually took digital recordings of ice tools hitting the ice and mm. water you know, dripping and turning into ice and freezing and stuff like that. I mean, that, I mean, that would be a cool thing to show because it would be like time travel, <laughs> but it's part of the journey. It's a little, it, I don't know if I'm willing to try and do that in this time frame, Ross, but it should happen. You are one handed right now. I am immobilized by Don Joy. <laughs> <laughs> However, You're supported by Don Joy. You are that's what they would like to say. I say immobilized. <laughs> I'd love to say supported. Please pay me. <laughs> I mentioned your shit a couple of times now. So, Don Joy, if you're listening, you could be in the company of not only possibly a butt plug, but <laughs> <laughs> one of the many offerings, but of also <laughs> a squatty potty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so and you know, a Red Bull fridge. there's not, a, there's not a lot of time, but maybe it's symposium in episode three. It could be, it, I mean, it could be, it, it, it's, and it is something mm. that the, the only reason that 
all of that old technology still is in my possession is because at some point this was going to happen. And because not enough people saw those events. Mm -hmm. I just, all I need now is more volume. It needs to, the sound needs to be punishing. Turn it to 10. 11. Not even. No, no, eight. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, sorry. Other way, right? Other well, way. no, it can either, it's seven or 11. Oh, my. Everyone loves seven, 11. It, it's kind of an anniversary type thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because some of us would struggle to remember otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, how far off topic are we? Not, <laughs> not that far off. Because, I mean, I think it all depends on what the topic is. I think the announcement of a, of the the second symposium is kind of what people are listening, waiting to, to it, hear. I mean, I mean, it's it, it, the the last the, the first one was. Did we ever talk about not it? Really. Like what happened after and. You know, or we were talking about you retreated into a cave to recuperate. Yeah, we were talking psychologically shattered for two weeks. Yeah, I mean, utterly emptied for sure. Because on the Sunday, I got here at seven and left at two in the morning. Yeah, that was seven in the morning to two in the morning, seven at night to two in the morning, which is totally doable, (laughs) but (laughs) which is also exhausting. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) no, um, I think we mentioned it, but we didn't really, um, did we? We, we were, were we supposed to? I, I guess I not. People figure it out. If you want to come, about. come. Figure, you know, you'll find the link. It's you can start at nonprofit.media. Yeah, I, I mean to give you an um, to give people an idea like that. We we do want to make it a little bit different than well, it'll be vastly different based on the same criterion, but um, curriculum, curriculum, criterion, curriculum combined, criterium, criterium is a racing category. Um, <laughs> The the God, I must be tired. I don't even. I didn't even. What word did I say? <laughs> <laughs> the, what were you talking about? <laughs> um, well, I was uh, like somebody somehow found out because I was testing um, the page, and they're probably a spook. And so they actually um, emailed for the split second that I was testing the presentation page for releasing the next symposium. They must have seen it, hmm. and they emailed and they came to the first one and they're like oh this is kind of weird but would it be worth it to come back to the next and in my head i immediately thought like well no you've already been to the first one but then i also um know it will be completely different and in, in ways just that, like every podcast totally in ways, yeah. and also unpredictable <laughs> like you yes. never know what you're gonna slightly get slightly unruly yeah so but mildly entertaining. i'm prepared to make this person a, a wager and so uh, we'll see because it'll challenge us to make sure it's meaningful people uh, for people who want to like kind of follow along to see how this thing grows. Sure. Like, why not? I like the wager. Yeah. I'm into the wager. My one question is, I do, do I get a certification out of it? <laughs> no, or do I not just, even. Uh, or am I certifiable? <laughs> certifiable, maybe. There, There's no piece of paper. I, I, I don't no, think either. No. Uh, like, and, and, that's an f- interesting piece of the story of my former organization mm. about this whole idea of like if you you know you'll get a certificate of 
And I'm just like, no, all we can do is say they were here. <laughs> why wouldn't you just create your own curriculum? Like, why wouldn't you decide for Ooh. yourself whether or not you're whether or not you're moving forward? Oh, yeah, without that's what I did. I went to the symposium and then I proposed fundamentals. Mm. I have a plan for the next one. Mm. I don't know what it means, but I'll just give it a title and Michael will figure it out. And then you're going to come out and drop a bomb on me. And, you know, <laughs> and, and, and that's a good thing. That's the point. Mm -hmm. I don't need a certificate. And you still won't be able to do 20 push ups. No, well, I, I will because I've said it and it's okay. now recorded. And but it's not released, so it'll be released. I guarantee. Yeah, but not till mid-January. You got time. <laughs> well, if you're if you Maybe. want to take a challenge, my birthday is December thirty-first. So if you release it on my birthday, boom. Oh well, I think we just have a date. Apparently, episode fifty-six. Whether whether it's in order or not is coming out on December thirty-first. Man, but really, partay. If, if you listen, if you were listening at the symposium and 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 like the the live podcast led into it or at least gave some notes if you're coming here for a certificate you're you're not listening closely yeah you know you sent us the the symposium was a basically a shotgun of figure out what you like apply these principles we're here to listen that that's the basic i mean i'm not simplifying it badly i'm simplifying it like saying that's what i came away going these people, highly qualified people who have done it way longer than I have ever planned to do it are going to tell me once I come back with ideas, which way to go. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I just like the idea I, of walking in wow. like Freddie Mercury and being like, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a mic drop? Is that, is that what that was? I, no, because... Um, we got about thirty minutes left. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna yeah. call it three hours, everybody, we, is that what we're or, aiming for? Oh, I didn't even know what we're aiming for. I, I don't. I, I just. I'm just. I have watching. a three-hour just... ride ahead of me. Some point. So. <laughs> oh right. I'm, I, all I'm all I'm saying is that December thirty you know, first. Apparently, <laughs> three hours seems to be the you know, comfortable. I, I, well, the last one that I edited the other day. Uh, was three hours and twenty minutes. What? When was that? Was that Nate? Nate. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when that one drops, you know, I had to, I had to, I had to decrease the quality of the audio to get it in, you know, even near Up, uploadable. uploadable parameters. <laughs> yeah. But but whatever. It's it's you know it's AM radio quality, so that seems to be fine. <laughs> People listen to a lot of that. Do uh, they? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They do know. <laughs> they, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but I would like to to steer back to to the topic oh uh, you know actually the 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 best 15 minutes of the episode and i don't even know which one was it that we started where i started talking about missing the urinals that was the last <laughs> time i was here yeah okay okay yeah. so the, 50, the number of sort of 52? messages that, that i got from people about like I was about to turn it off when you guys were talking, you know, when you guys went down the, the drain hole of pissing all over the, you know, whatever. Um, so one guy sent me a picture of a urinal in Atlanta that had like, I don't know what they're called. Like there's some kind of absorbable, you know, pads that absorb here oh, yeah. that, that are on, on the floor. Right. And I'm just yeah. like, 
that's awesome and that's still that's someone what, has to clean them up yeah but <laughs> that's know, like, who we are as a generation yeah. now yeah it's not like improve your aim it's like oh let me catch this for you like dude fucking cut it off like you don't know how to use it get rid of it for fuck's sake um by day put it in a mason jar anyway uh but apparently in the in the sort of 15 or 20 minutes after the urination digression there was some good stuff I haven't gone back and listened to it yet, but apparently because of, you know, and some people have actually sent quotes. That actually rings a bell. I felt like we were like, we're not finishing on this. No, we can't. I know for sure. And I actually actively said that is we cannot finish. Actually, somebody somebody messaged (laughs) me and said something to that effect, which was, it was kind of hilarious, but I was starting to check out and then I'm glad yeah, that hung and, and there was a quote in it. I think maybe it must have been the same guy. Yeah, uh, it could have been the same guy. Well, no, it could have been multiple people because it. I mean, because it wasn't just one guy who mm. who has commented on that and just like, you know, thanks for bringing it back or you know what it, 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 I'm gonna. It's you know more than five, less than ten. The people commented mm. that there was good stuff after we. You fucked know, around. You have to be fucked around a bit. Yeah. Fair As enough. we say in the old field. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> New taglines somewhere in there. Like, you make it past the toilet humor, there's yeah. gems. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so in this episode, if you got past the squatty potty and the butt plug, <laughs> and the butt plug while wearing pit vipers, <laughs> might have a, a battery in each. Never know. Oh, that that presupposes uh, that we have to come up with that, though. Like, uh, that's a lot of pressure, Mark. But okay. yeah, I mean, let's let's dive into it. For again, I'll, for me, what I took away being the virgin in the room, no Jim Jones, only knew you from output. Okay, really creating images that I had to manipulate is that my curiosity was at the symposium only turned on, and it wasn't turned on about worshiping becoming a mountain climber or a crossfitter questioner of all things you know i'm glad you brought it back there i'm like you you just you just tarred michael with the crossfitter <laughs> yeah well, kind of like, look he's awake now he's just like what? definitely a student of michael so it's like a little oh i'm gonna manipulate you yeah. <laughs> but but nice. i think the thing is i was sent away thinking to myself what the fuck am i gonna do to yeah what am i gonna do I've been been given a smorgasbord of tools that it's up to me to decide, but I also have people that I can contact and talk about it. And in my case, I'm lucky that uh, I was broken in a very physical way, so I had nothing to cling to. And uh, luckily, I am interested in gravel riding. So immediately just because joe holmes was there and because i listened to the podcast and the next time i'm here i see joe another start, one bites the dust yeah no. i started talking about cycling and then seen, i go riding with michael much i'm like you've just been out there on your bike ross no I'm, I, it's like the gravitational pull of like ending up the canyon is too terrifying for me I'm not, <laughs> like i'm not there yet <laughs> They have those scooters that have motors in them now. There's a, I'll borrow Kenton's e-bike. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, there there's, and there's a bike, bike equivalent it. to the Just motorized scooter. Just take a bird. Scooter. Yeah, right. And yeah, then whilst, leave it at the top. he flips me the yeah. bird. <laughs> exactly. 
Well, the, you, the but, first bike ride was a good experience. Like that, that was a, it, it was a fine way to do it and mm-hmm. to see whether you liked it. You could rent a bike. You could have a couple more conversations with people that somehow put some weird ideas in your head. Uh, I think when people think what works and how do I make changes, like they're not, they're not big. They're not massive overhauls. They're like threads that you just start, you know, weaving new patterns in. And yours, mm-hmm. you know, the idea was obviously potent enough to to start like, you know, what what can I do? And, and that, I think, is a really good question for everybody to ask, even even though we ask it every day. I mean, granted, we end up design. God forbid we end up designing a butt plug, but we ask all the time, what what can we do? Like, what else can we create? What else can we... Which is the opposite. It be, the typical scenario is, what can you do for me? Yes. Mm-hmm. What can I buy from you? What can, like... Mm-hmm. How can I be the, the recipient? Whereas what you left with was, I don't like what's looking back at me in the mirror. I don't hate it, but it's, purpo- it's it lacks purpose. Lots or, of room for improvement, you know. And I think that that that's one of the <clears throat> one of the constant reminders. I mean, the T-shirt that I'm wearing, you know, it's the quote on the inside, you know. There and. Sh- I'm not, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to divulge. But Christina asked what the t-shirt meant. I'm like, you kind of have to go and read it. But but fundamentally, we are discontent. There's something, and we're in denial about it. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're in, we, we, we're in this framework and we're in this, like we've been given this blueprint and sold this bill of goods that this is what a good life looks like. But yet we thrive and we we seek out the motorbike, you, you know, motorcycling, the mountains, CrossFit. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's no, but, but 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 we see we see you're in it, your box, you know. And, Stay uh, in yeah, your lane. Li- no, no, literally in his CrossFit now. box. He's in his CrossFit, exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, but but Shit. we, you know, it's the, the weekend warrior notion. I you think know, I, I can probably get an affiliation. <laughs> You can get I'm just going to ruin it for yeah. you guys when I'm like, listen. No, I think I already have that. Okay. Guys, unless it expires. No, over yours time. has been revoked a long but, time ago, man. Uh, it'll get worse because you put me in this box. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and what I'm going to do is every reference will be about a wad. Okay. Blowing it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Crumpling it up. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. <sighs> Ross, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, I, no, no, I hijacked no, that. I'm sorry. I just didn't. Um, you were getting too serious in that. <laughs> Michael was like, butt plugs. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but trying to, to explain the significance succinctly. Yeah. You know, and, and I do think that being in proximity to, let's use the overused term of like-minded people and having conversations. I was chatting, I chatted with Vince um, the, oh, other, yeah, yeah. the other week, you know, and never met him before never had a conversation with him before spent 45 minutes on the phone you know he's down in houston and you're like oh you get it like yeah. you 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 just like yeah. you you're in the you're in the same frame of mind you're in the same mode you are discontent with what the world sees as a destination yeah and his started really set like he came as a friend of josh's he came here met him uh, he had no clue what any of this shit was. Ex-military guy, and then started listening to the podcast. And then, um, maybe a couple months later, he had posted something. He's like, 
give just doing this thing since watching dissect i decided to make some changes and he lost a drastic amount of weight and like <laughs> really put in like i mean before he even said anything it was like three months of like really hard work completely transformed himself both you know the easy thing the physical one because that just happens by correlation but also just how he was approaching things mentally and he felt stuck so he reached out on top of all this and asked like hey is there anything that i can do that would put me in the area or the vicinity and i've been looking at his video stuff for a long time and he's really talented i was like fuck i don't know anybody in video until i was like well ross knows people so i'll connect that thing it's interesting how it works because it's and that's what we talked about at on the live podcast was we're using the word tribe Mm -hmm. and i brought up polis just because that's my vibe but it doesn't matter about the word it's the point of being around people who are you're like whoever you are Mm -hmm. whatever you've done i respect that but i just want to have an honest discussion Mm -hmm. you know and from that discussion you go away and then when you go away, you're going to come up with something that hopefully when you come back, you're going to have another chat and there's going to be more sharing. And to be honest, for me, I've been, after I left school, where quite on, if you study philosophy in university, you're a moron. So like you're around a bunch of like-minded morons and you actually have good, honest chats because we all know we're not going to get a job you know <laughs> so it's like yeah well, yeah you're fucking stupid we got a lot eh? to talk about because like, you can't talk yeah, about career we're, options we're like seriously we're like, philosophical about unemployment we're gonna get unemployment yeah. soon but i but i <laughs> and then we're gonna be able to pontificate like motherfuckers exactly and and like when i left i basically started getting sort of nihilistic to a in a negative way in a way where it's like yeah, fuck i'll just do whatever i want and and that 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 only goes so far you know, and you'll accomplish great things on that on that trip, actually. But you'll also accomplish really bad things. And to come to bring it back and to realize at for me at 42, you're like, oh, shit, at, at this age where I think like it's kind of, oh, it's all set. You know, you suddenly realize like it's like finding a gang in high school that isn't like all just about bad. You know, you're like, oh, wow, my there's other people like me. You know, can we just steal that? The theater department has a gang. Well, I was going to say nonprofit, kind of like a gang that's not all bad. It's like a gang. You know, I'm joining a gang. You're like, hey, let's talk about personal development in a non fluffy way, challenging ourselves and being better human beings. No, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) That ends up in like weird, all dude group gatherings in the woods called the <laughs> yes. dog no, so kind of leather vest is or the dog paint which which dog 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 which totally yeah. isn't true because like no, I, I brought my wife this time mm-hmm. and it's contagious you sure. know yeah she's and, excited you know, and but, we haven't actually had a drum circle yet so <laughs> but we're getting real close <laughs> the, so the the weird thing like one of the most i think disappointing things is to see somebody after a period of time and they are exactly the same. Yes. No yeah. matter what, like better or worse, doesn't matter. If you're exactly the same, I get really confused. Like, what in the fuck have you been doing? Because I, in this, I even in my own circumstances, I see myself changing in vast ways and I'm like really uncomfortable with it. But if I was already like how I should be, I should just fucking end it. That is pointless. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I knew all the things that I know are correct and nothing would change from this point, and every decision and that I've made, yeah. all of that stuff set in stone, then fuck it, I figured it out. I can just like 
do away with this whole existence because there's only pain left if I'm right, right? There's no, there's no, there's no, no insight. There's <laughs> more, no more learning. There is only disappointment in others. Yeah, there is it, and death. And so that that yeah, and and then so that helps guide quite a bit of like no, I need to change. Like I need to do things differently. And that, that, you know, the physical thing, I do different things. It, you know, I don't always do CrossFit. <laughs> I, um, in fact, I do very little CrossFit, especially in the past year. Um, well, he's trying to bite a step away from <laughs> hot like, potato. Whoa, whoa, he's like, no, ouch. no, 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 no. That's no. Aaron does, does the CrossFit. Yeah. But, but I do like, I do look at what we facilitate for other people. And I get a little bit, alarmed sometimes when i go fuck like we also have to do that for ourselves like we yes. have to make these vast changes and we do have to find a way to facilitate it as of late you know some weird drugs have been like the cause for massive amounts of change but they're also like in ways that i couldn't do through physical work anymore Can like amen yeah <laughs> I, I couldn't like I, I needed to do something that would open up things that i like you know have had consciously or unconsciously closed right. or not ever been exposed to before. And made it made a decision that, no, I'm like this and this is my personality. So I literally have to go to a place with people where I'm really questioning what they're doing. And it like, I mean, in all honesty, like making fun of them for like their lifestyle, whatever, uh, sometimes their point of view. And then, you know, having my mind blown that, oh, shit, they actually know quite a bit about stuff and stuff that I didn't understand before. And then using that as the catalyst to change because that will come back and influence how I train and how I teach and, you know, messages that we put out. They should, they should fucking evolve, <laughs> which Ouch. is such yes. a shitty fucking word, but such a good process. How about just move forward? Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, cause I like to use one word where, you know, in the place of two, if I can. Onward. <laughs> yeah, well, so in vicissitude makes you sound like a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, sometimes it, the easy I, path is not the good But path. I think the whole, the whole, it, and, and this is a, like if we look back about when the podcast started and a lot of it was, you know, mocking other people and that mm -hmm. sort of thing and inside jokes and innuendo and, you know, we got called out for it so we decided to change. Mm -hmm. But, um, but the whole idea of the banned words was, you know, because too many fucking people are, okay, they're misusing evolve. They're not, because they're not, they're, they're not describing the actual process that I think we would like to use that word to describe. And when people say optimize, I mean, that's just a waste of. Well, hold on. They're not saying, <laughs> it's, it's not because they're, they're using the word evolve as in I can't steal that person's information to print a book anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they're not evolving. They just don't have the fucking copyright on the IP. So yeah. they have to change. Yeah. It's a legal problem, not like a fucking holier than thou. I'm a different person. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but then, you know, I can't even remember now that we don't have the list. I don't remember all the banned words, but it was kind of a joke. It was kind of funny, mm -hmm. but then, okay, but it's language mm -hmm. and yeah, people misuse, we all misuse words in the way that we speak, et cetera. And, mm -hmm. and I think ultimately the, 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 the progression of the podcast should, or, or, or whatever. I mean, the, the, the progression that we have followed is like, okay, this is a term we can't get away. We, th there's no other term for it. We need to use it. Mm -hmm. Therefore we need to define to the listener or the reader or whatever, the way we are using it mm -hmm. so that it doesn't come with baggage that other people have 
like weighted mm. it down with. Right, it's a, not in pseudo intellectualism, but but in, it is absolutely true. Language, yeah. What you are saying mm. is that everybody needs to grow. Everyone needs to evolve because, as Ross just said in the background, that stagnation is death, and you know the difference between you know a rut and a grave is. <laughs> You know, a few feet. But if you stop in it for too long, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and and this, and, and I think it's you know, it's what we we are all attempting to do, you know, personally, professionally, whatever, on on, on an even larger scale than both of those two concepts, and um, and unfortunately, we're you know limited to the words that we know, and so we got to we can't ban the ones that work. But what you said is they need, to, but, <clears throat> they need to be defined or redefined. Yeah, because. One of these things is not like the other. When this guy says it, it it's it, it, not, it means one thing, and, yep. it, and it's not the same when you hear us use it or hear somebody else use it. It's still you know, that's three different uses of the same or meanings of the same word. One thing that um, it came up, it's five minutes back, maybe now I don't know, but this you know th- this idea of of seeing. Of being discontent, of being dissatisfied with something I see in myself when I am using the mirror in an appropriate way, let's say. Um, whether that's a physical mirror or a metaphysical mirror, doesn't matter. But using that mirror, I see something that I, did, that I would like to change. And the other night I was, uh, I was up pretty late. Saw, I, saw this, I saw the sunrise uh, Tuesday morning. Um, <laughs> And uh, and I did some writing, and most of it was useless at, at this time of you know review. But the one thing that did come up was uh, an observation about a younger me, who I would often catch myself asking who I want to be. Who do I want to be? And either and eventually, sometimes quickly. Sometimes it would take longer. I would realize that this is the wrong question to ask because this does not happen just once. This is the wrong question to ask. The question to ask is, what do I want to do? B is a destination, and, and no, no, no. B is B is a consequence mm-hmm. of do. And this was the point: was okay. What do I want to do? What would I like to accomplish? What would I like to experience? And then in the doing, in the chasing, the seeking after that thing, the, the, maybe the training, the changing, the preparation for to being able to do that thing, accomplish that thing, changes me into who I want to be. So I became, it's, and, and I realized in you know, the middle of the night that, okay, many points in my life I was asking the wrong question and I'm at risk of doing the same thing again right now. Because if there's, Anything I took from Charles Bukowski and reading a little bit too much of it and following in his footsteps, you know, in one aspect, at least, uh, a little bit too much. Not, the horse? <laughs> uh, it came in a bottle. And one Not aspect. in a brothel. <laughs> um, uh, but, but realizing that, uh, okay, I, it, it, the, the message... You know, the main thing that I got from him is reinvent yourself, reinvent yourself, reinvent yep. yourself, which is to evolve, mm. which is evolution, which is to. F- and so, 
okay, it's not like, who do I want to be? Because when you say, when you, when an individual asks himself or herself, who do I want to be? The answer is almost always in relation, almost always connected to how do I want to be seen by others, Mm -hmm. which is bullshit. Yep. Which Which, is none of my fucking business. (laughs) Man, I don't want to have anything to do with that. I want to, I want to do cool shit. Mm -hmm. And, and if I decide, if I say right now, what do I want to do? I want to be a publisher. I want or not, not want to be. I want to publish things. I want to, you know, make stuff. Make stuff. Yeah. Okay. So who do I become in the process of doing those activities, of learning how to do those activities, of learning how to do them better? I mean, I'm like absolutely angry at myself that. When I started to put Refuge together as a book, first I thought it was six months, and I thought, no, that's just hubris. It's going to be a year. And then everybody says, oh, it takes two years to write a book, and you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, gonna, I'm not fucking everybody. It's not going to take two years. Well, it took two fucking years. But now, and so I'm super pissed. I'm over it. I just want to get it out there so I can do something different in, in, uh, on one hand. On the other hand, I get to go learn as much as I possibly can about the process of offset printing. I get to go to the printer and I get to hang out and I get to watch them burn the plates and to run the pages and to look at how they change, you know, over the course of, you know, from 10 to a hundred pages going through the printer and see how that ink sets, see how the density changes, see how it finally formalizes in a way that we like, okay, this is what it's going to look like in the end. This is this is the final thing. Do you want to change it? I like this. Let's do it. I sign off on these 16 pages or whatever, you know, because I think there's eight for the size of the book. I think we're going to get eight pages on one on each side of the plate or something. I'm just using language mm-hmm. I've heard, not that I've seen yet. But I'm I marvel at this opportunity right now because now I'm, I'm I get to learn something new. I'm 57 fucking years old. Like it's and, just another thing to be anal about. Awesome. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> but that oh, but that's the to me evolution. I think people think of evolution as I was something and then I became something. End of story. Mm. But I feel like evolution is till you die. <laughs> yes. And I feel like the anger you might have felt when you were young. Sure, it's frustration, but when you're young, you were just as intense about um, Ciracs and, you know, crampons and fat burning calories, all that sort of stuff. It's the same. You only have so much energy a day. We talked about that today at the end of the workout was that, you know, if you focus on one thing, then then other parts of your life are, are going to suffer. So it, absolutely, all we are is as individuals who are communicating with each other that trust each other is trying to exchange enough information to move ourselves forward to another thing to round ourselves out i I, it's kind of cheesy but i mean we're born stars and we have to round ourselves out to circles if we're going to keep moving you know because stars are sharp and stick great that guy stuck really well but he also got stuck and he also got stuck yeah so I, I've always, to be honest, I've always lived, we were talking about it earlier, is uh, we talked about, I think, yesterday. I've always had a day job, and then I fucking go home and eat, and then I study what I want the next thing to be. And I don't think it's ever going to stop. And, I mean, I've been yelled at by Clint Eastwood. He's old as fuck, and he's still making movies. He's not stopping. 
Yeah. To me, I'm thinking, fuck retirement. What's that? That's stupid. That's just a stupid milestone you put in your head. You just want to, what am I going to be doing? Maybe I'll be working on offset printing when I'm 57, you know, because I've decided that I want to start publishing things, you know, and I have certain goals. I think the, the side benefit of having a group, a tribe, a polis, is that you realize that on the way, you don't have to burn everything to get to what you want. You need to like, you know, embrace a healthy lifestyle, use the Stoli, or in my case, a lot of things, or the ayahuasca, you know, and- uh, Ross's you know, case, you know, Red Bull or Monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and, you know, if Chris would help a brother out, that might be a- I mean, I would love I, to see a little Red on, Bull mini fridge here in the podcast studio. I mean, that's I, got that got me to the Arctic Circle. I, I, I mean. could be a convert. <laughs> well, the, the drive through, the Arctic Circle drive through, cool. <laughs> that's usually what I carry I, in my saddlebag. Nice. As a Red Bull, because it'll, as a motorcyclist, like as the emergency. Sort yeah, of, if you're yeah. getting tired, just fucking drag a Red Bull. You'll make it. You know, <laughs> you drag a Red Bull, you'll make it. Say <laughs> right there, open up sponsorship. I was about to go off on. A little bit more potent drugs for that, but <laughs> but I think I like the mini fridge idea. Yeah. So yeah, Red Bull gets you wings. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking hilarious. I, I think this, you know, one of the the benefit. I mean, I'm just now I'm thinking about the offset printing thing, mm -hmm. and and like today, so we get this magnificent book today. Mm. Michael receives his book at the office, and we. We opened it. We didn't videotape the unboxing of the magnificent I thought about book, it, actually. I, I thought kind of about it, too, and it's then I was the, like, yeah. The Corpse Light, Volume 1 from Adrian Lee. Very which is pretty. A which is a beautiful book. Mm -hmm. More beautiful at the first viewing than the second. Mm -hmm. And even more beautiful in the first viewing than the third. And partially, and then we're starting looking through it. I'm like, how did this get, how'd this get made? And because I'm looking at some of the stuff and I'm feeling the quality of the paper and I'm looking at, you know, some of how the pictures were rendered and some of that is the way that the images were shot, mm -hmm. as you noted, Michael, that, um, oh, these are, you know, er everything's flat because, well, we don't want the photo production maybe necessarily to distract or for whatever reason, but it was a, but it was digitally pr printed. Mm -hmm. And... And that can that, that's going to produce a, a, a quality book that can, the, the quality of that can only go up to a certain level. And then, and so part of the, the idea in the beginning with refuge was, okay, if I, if we, if I want to do, you know, use offset printing or litho printing or whatever, um, you know, for the final piece and have it a hardbound book, it's going to cost X and I'm not going to, in, in, you know, there's a whole process. There's a whole three month conversation there about like, are we going to use other people's money or do I believe in it enough to use my own? Hmm. In the end, the answer is I believe it in enough to use my own. Um, and do I, but then, but, you know, part of that conversation was maybe we should just do a hundred digital copies and sell those sort of as a crowdfunding type of thing. But, you know, but if you put down money for this, you're you'll get this digital version, you know, but you're actually getting something in return for your, you know, for, for, for supporting the, you know, for crowd, helping crowdfund this, you know, this production or whatever, you'll get this. And maybe it was going to be like, oh yeah, we'll print a hundred of them. And, you know, 50 of them are going to be available for a hundred bucks. And now all you do there is you get the book and thank 
thank you, because we'll make a, you know, a little bit of money on that. But the other 50 are going to be available for $500. And if you get that, you get this digital output, but then eventually you get the litho version and maybe a signed print if you actually gave us a thousand for the $500 book or however you wanted to do it. And then Ross, <laughs> you know, who comes and, you know, leaves chaos and devastation. Chaos and destruction. Destruction. Sorry. In my wake. In your wake. Came in one day and just said, well, why would you do a digital version first when you're trying to defend analog? I was like, (laughs) fucking go to the printer basically the next day. And I go, you guys, you know how we've been having all this trouble to get me satisfied with the digital rendering of these photographs? Fuck it. Fuck it. We're done. Yeah. I'm going to pull the trigger on the offset. We're going to figure it out. Thank God, by the way, good job. Because <laughs> well, I mean, but PDFs but, are very easy to share, and the, and but, the, but, but the print quality. No, 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 I'm not saying a digital. No, I'm no, saying no. a digitally digital printed print. version. Oh, not a digital I version online. Okay. But, but a digital. So, so it's it's a totally different print process. But ah. but it's also it it it's something where I, it, at least from what I saw, the sort of rendering of the photographs was soup was. You know, in the end, they, I'm like comparing things. I go to my photo lab and I like print this and I take it to the printer. And I'm like, this is what I expect. And there's like, well, with this technology, I don't think we can do that. We might be able to get close. But, I'm like, but they couldn't. I mean, the, but the they, side by sides are it's, not. It's 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 incredible yep. the, the the difference between the two. And so decided not to do it that way, but like to be able to go through that process, that learning process at this time, and to see the output. You know, somebody else goes. Oh well, I want to make this book, and it needs to be this beautiful. I'm like, well, I want to make this book, and it needs to be a, a an order of magnitude more beautiful, um, and that's going to cost, and it should, and it should be paid for. But to be able to ha- have gone through that process now, and then I'm thinking like, okay, well, can we make? I I don't think it's appropriate for the numbers that we are printing, to, you know offset print raise hmm. but maybe using you know a, a a different printer than the one we are using now that magazine can have a better like a, a, a more weight a feeling of better value yeah, yeah. like in every one of them is like actually I think raise to you know on the production that was the we just heard the three hour beep right there so we're gonna have to shut this down soon but <laughs> but I think that I think the um the second issue of Rays, mm-hmm. I think they, you know, the printer that we're using now for the, for the zines, you know, I think they nailed the production on that one. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, I think the, the blacks are not quite dense enough on number three, but um, maybe we didn't ride them hard enough. I don't know. Well, they did get the, <clears throat> they did get the printer serviced before Rays Immediately one. before Rays 2. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before yeah. Rays 2. So the, the, it yeah. was probably just getting tired. Yeah. And needed another service. So... But to, but to, to you know to, to think about sort of evolution and reinvention and that kind of thing, um, I'm just like I'm I'm pretty fucking psyched to be here right now. <laughs> and that and that goes back to the, the this like bill of goods that you know you people get sold. Oh, you're 57. You should be retiring in five years, Mark. Yes, that that's the formula. I'm just the, which is started, Ross. At, fucking a. At 57. <laughs> so let's see. So my mom turned 70 in like seven months. Okay. She, at 57, she was in the middle of a master's program. Hmm. And then 
she didn't complete it because she didn't want the master she's like i learned what i wanted to learn from it which was the point at 65 she went and did a counseling program and then she found out a month ago that she's some kind of assistant chaplain at a hospital as a volunteer she's literally been working for for the last couple of years and she turned 70 because she's like i don't like i'm sorry i just don't believe what everybody's telling me that age defines ability and learning she's like i'm not ready yeah to to just switch my brain off you know she and and, when i no longer can do i no longer want to be yeah and i think that is a really good way of of looking at it and actually you know the podcast with keegan kind of michael you kind of alluded to to some of that i don't remember what i said (laughs) no just when you when you when you get when you get to that place Mm. where you cannot do you don't want to be yeah you know and and i think that that it's incredibly important to for people to to be cognizant of that it doesn't matter what people what people said you should do or said you should be where are you finding your satisfaction where are you finding purpose whether you find meaning is that being the most devoted family man you could ever be well great but be the best be the best that you can be yeah. get better don't, every day don't, don't be the soccer coach because your neighbors are doing it you know and yeah. you want to be like yeah i'm a good dad i mean one of the most um the guy and i can't remember his name who does the afterglow podcast and just posted this one, you know, some recently. So that we're recording this on December nineteenth, mm-hmm. something like that. So let's say a week ago, after Glow, Glow podcast, um, he put up a one-hour episode with Barry Blanchard, and one of the most, I mean, just in terms of his climbing and literary contributions, Barry is a Canadian national treasure. However, in the end, what he said he wanted to be remembered as is having been a good father. And I'm like, the amount of climbing that he has done, the vision that he had, the things he saw in his imagination and turned into reality are kind of incomprehensible. I mean, it's, the catalog is long and deep. And in the end, that shit doesn't matter to him in a sense. It allows him to be a good father yeah mm-hmm. because it gives him incredible perspective but you but, know that was the point and 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 i think you know he can continue being he can continue doing that long past the end of when the physical body is just like dude you cannot do climbing now yeah and i think but i think <clears throat> it's a really good example it's like he needed that process he needed that yeah. perspective because what i don't think why I, I and we see it in this middle the midlife crisis myth you know yeah. um because that's what it is you're not in crisis you've not done anything it's called regret yes mm. like it's not it's it's not a crisis the, the sky and, is not falling and then when and, and it seems like most males in the manifest manifestation of their midlife crisis is to revert to the point when they thought they had the greatest opportunity still so they're trying to recreate the moment of opportunity in order to potentially be able to do something in the time that's left ahead of them. 
So there's, you know, they're, they're so busy focusing on the past that they're missing the present and the yeah. future. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, as much as you want to roll your eyes, he put a post on Instagram a couple of weeks ago. He's like, all this looking back's fucking with your neck. <laughs> <laughs> that was my reaction. I'm like, oh yeah. You know, and I, I think that's what happens is we're so caught up in the woulda, coulda, shoulda. Maybe if I go back to that timestamp, right. then you can't change the future. Like based on you 20 can't years change ago. the future. <laughs> well, no, but if you're if you're trying to go 20 years to the past yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then influence what's yeah. you know 21 years ahead. And yeah. so why not? You know, it, it's a today thing. It's not. It's like, well, go for a walk. Come home early from from work and spend time with your kids take your wife on a date you know read the book go to the gym don't buy the cheetos you know but it, 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 it's, it's these little but it's, it's the doritos little, instead okay no should, bugles bugles sure. I mean, I, like the other day eat half I, of a big bag rather than a whole one i would one. never eat a bag of bugles god no. doritos first so before yeah. bugles What's oh, yeah. they're just like corn checks aren't they <sighs> Yeah, but he's Canadian, man. Okay. Yeah, I was at the movie theater. They have Cheetos dusted popcorn now. Really? <laughs> the evil upon the evil. I, so I don't buy like the Cheeto dusted so popcorn right now. Just buy the regular popcorn. <laughs> so, so, I know, was thinking yeah, that. Like, the, the, sorry. Just, fucking theater is going to be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Orange hound prints everywhere. Cheeto fingers. <laughs> you know. Uh, but but it's butter and salt oh, is clearly horrible. not good enough. It's hot. That's <laughs> yeah. not greasy enough. Yeah, you know what? Could, yeah. What what are you going to do in the middle of a movie? So and then you're going to go outside up. and you're like, "What is this? Oh, I I am that much of a slob." I wiped my hands on my <laughs> trousers. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, but you know, I I I do think that again, going back to twitching, going back to there's this, there's this. It's the beating heart at what drives progress for people. Yeah. And, you know, everybody wants to ignore it. And then they have this crisis and really, I mean, taking a much more philosophical approach to it, it's the best thing that could ever happen. Yeah. Providing you recognize what you should do at that point, which is not look back, it's look in. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, and then go, okay. Yes. You know, to your point, Paul, what can I do and then I can go and I've got sounding boards, mm -hmm. you know, people who've been seen and done, but they've never lived your life. Yeah, there, we have this thing like um, where we do so much outer exploration and we, you know, explore outer space and we spend so much time, you know, thinking about the outside world and how we perceive it. But there's very little like inner space exploration that happens, which is just as vastly complex and infinite. That I mean, we arguably we, more important, <laughs> arguably much more, at least, you know, um, a part of us, yeah, yeah, part Tangible of us, or, or, or and steerable, yeah, and yeah. and actual and, and frightening 100%. I think, um, and that that has a lot to do with I'll study Pluto all day long before I look <laughs> at my own shit. I, I'll criticize Pluto all day long, it ain't even a planet, <laughs> is it? No, is that couldn't even qualify. It's, 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 couldn't it's, even qualify. For, funny right. thing is, it qualified for a while. Oh, you but, faked it, yeah. and then you get found out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> faked it that didn't make it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> 
God. Feels like a t-shirt to me. <laughs> but. It does feel like a t-shirt and a lifestyle. If I really like, <laughs> if you really went deep, I mean, you know, to, 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 this idea of like, what can I do versus what can you do for me, or what can I get from you that will change me in some way? Buy my ebook. <laughs> no, buy the fucking magazine that we print. Yeah. Because it's because, we don't have any yes, yet. I mean the t- <laughs> yeah they're sold out. I'm sorry you can't have it. No, actually, collaborate is still and always will be available, and maybe there'll be a second one. Do you know what we should do? Just this game. We should have a digital a digital book come out, but we send it to somebody on floppy disk. Yes. <laughs> no, because it still get. It just go from the disc. This is okay. This, do you know anybody with a floppy drive? The only people oh, that would do it. Okay, point, <laughs> point taken. Sorry, or a SCSI connection. Yeah, nobody's got SCSI. Exactly. And that's a word I haven't heard in a minute. Okay, <laughs> so I, I have a like ton of. Do you remember those I Omega tapes? Yeah. Do you have I, a fucking player? An I Omega drive? Yeah. Uh, possibly with. A SCSI the blue one? to yeah, the blue thing yeah. with a mm-hmm. SCSI to whatever yeah. USB maybe some no, semi no, fucking no. current it, connection. It, I think it would be SCSI to VGA to, and I have I have a VGA to Thunderbolt connector. Oh Jesus! Christ. Okay, I'm just going to tell you the reason I'm asking, and I hope that this is still true. It may not be. I have the draft of an entire book about climbing called Ice and Steel on an iOmega tape. And it was a book that I started writing and shooting photographs with Chris Noble. We, like, I can't remember how many winters, but two or three winters, we went around shooting ice climbing pictures. And this was going to be sort of the, you know, a philosophy of ice climbing type book, much like what we're trying to do now. And the only fucking version, I was just thinking, you know, it's been. You know, it's sometime like three or four years ago, I was like, whatever the fuck happened to that? I'm going through every backup drive, every fucking burned to CD backup mm-hmm. of every hard drive I've ever had. It's not there. It's not there. It's not there. And then I find these fucking iOmega tapes, you know, in the box that has the CD, you know, the backup CDs and mm-hmm. the backup DAT tapes. And, you know, where I burned all the CDs to those at some point, just in case. Easier you know. to find a DAT player than an iOmega drive. No shit. <laughs> Yeah. I actually still have a DAT player, but I don't have the iOmega drive, and I've never seen one. I looked, it's like, I, I didn't go as deep as like trying to find one on eBay where I'm sure you could find I, one for like I, 99 cents or for free. You pay shipping, I'll send this shit to you. Um, I'm pretty sure but, I have one. But if you have one, then I could like pull this off. I mean, I'm sure it's a piece of shit because it was like I was, a shit, I was a shit writer at the time, but but whatever. It'd oh, be you kind of be good now. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm pretty, <laughs> sh- I'm pretty sure I'm okay now. Yeah. Pretty sure my writing's fairly fucking muscular. Okay, <laughs> weird flex, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, here's you can get them. Uh, an I Omega USB uh, conversion. I Omega. You can get the drives. Yeah. Here we go. The yeah, question is, is going is going to be what operating system will allow you to. Yeah, to, what are the image files? You can the, code well, no, the that. images, the images. I can, you know, Chris will still have all of those, oh. and he has done. And he's spent, you know, years now, you know, converting all of his slides, you know, meticulously cleaning and 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 digitizing all of his slides. So the so the so the photographic support is there. It's just that this fucking text file is all I'm concerned about. Oh, oh. you can code around it. 
<laughs> whatever the format is, there's a way to. Yeah, so it's either it's either a Word doc or I don't think all I this was, for eighty it, kilobytes. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Was it done in Claris Works or something? Oh, for fuck's sake! Was it no, done on a Mac or was it done on Windows? No, it was done on a Mac. Thank okay. God. Okay, so I have an SE forty. <laughs> you uh, could just plug and it I in. have a classic. So if we get a drive, we can probably get this file. I will rummage around in the basement. That would be this. It'd be inter- it might be highly disappointing in the end, but still, it's a fun <laughs> fucking quest. But we should video it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think there's some treasure in there. <laughs> there might be some treasure. Yeah, because I remember like one of the trips, like I'm typing away furiously on my laptop in the passenger seat of his Nissan Pathfinder, Burgundy Nissan Pathfinder. Not an Armada. Like, no, it was not an Armada. That 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 had not come out yet. But like on the on the on a return trip from the Canadian Rockies, and there was some, and and, and there there was some like when Scott and I did the uh, on the on the the, the the feature of the weeping wall up there, we did the first ascent of this on the upper weeping wall. We did this route that you know it in the in the mod, in the guidebooks that are sold to the public, it's called Ice Tea, and in the Rampart Creek Hostel like book where the original report of the first ascent was like mm-hmm. handwritten in the, in the sort of journal in that hostel. Um, the real name of the route is ice motherfucking tea, bitch. Um, because why not? Um, and body can exactly. And so <laughs> yes. when Scott and I went up, um, Chris came with us to shoot pictures. And so we did the whole, you know, the right side or something of the, or, you know, the lower weeping wall, you know, got all the way up to the bottom and then we're running out of daylight and we're like, Chris, we can't, if we're going to finish, if we're going to do these two or three pitches or whatever it ended up being, um, we can't, you can't come with us. It'll be too slow. Mm. So we're just going to leave you here on this ledge. (laughs) (laughs) You got a down jacket, you got some food, you got some water, you know, you're going to be fine. It's not going to be, we're not going to be out there all fucking night. Mm -hmm. We were out there pretty fucking long though. And so, at you know, we hung. We were still with Chris when we hung the rappel. We had already gotten back to him, but but at some point we you know by we, we get to the top. We finish, he, I think he photographs us on the first pitch, and then there was like you know one or two more or whatever. We, you know, he hunkers down to go to sleep or like just cower in the fucking Canadian Rockies winter cold, and um, and so we finally get back down to him, and and uh, the first things that he said was like. It was the weirdest thing, man. I was having this dream that I was somewhere else. And then I woke up and I was still here. (laughs) (laughs) Scott and I thought that was like the most sage thing we'd ever heard anyone ever say. And then we were trying to get down. We hung the rappel and it was like, you know, it was kind of all, not quite all night affair, but you know, we, you probably got back to the hostel at three or four in the morning or something like that. But, um, but so, so, you know, it's a long drive back to Salt Lake or whatever from Canadian Rockies. And it's kind of a two day affair if you're, you know, or whatever. And, and I remember like a lot of the book was typed in the passenger seat of Chris's car and mm. all that shit's just gone. Nope. Like, might not be gone. It won't be gone. Okay. But it's the tapes, right? Yeah. 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 It's the, and, and if I said, and I'm, and I, I don't know if in the last move, you know, my, my, my techno box of, you know, irrelevant technology, <laughs> I have a few of those, um, whether it, the, the tapes made it or not, I might, I, I, it was, it would have just depended on how hopeful I was for the future, hmm. but I'll, uh, I'll check into it. All right. 
And that is another three-hour and 20-minute fucking yeah. podcast. And, and, how old, <laughs> and how hopeful are you for the future, Michael? <laughs> the future of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. I'm fucking fading. Faded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's say we, uh, we stop then. <laughs> let's say we try to do this again sometime. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Thanks, for sure. Apologies, you get what you needed or wanted or... This week? Of it? this week, I know you did. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have lots Perfect. to go over still. Yeah. 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 But that doesn't matter. We need a bank. So you, you'll you'll come back for the symposium in uh, oh, yeah. mid-February? Oh, yeah. So on the uh, 15th. Uh, Berkey's coming out, right? Yeah. But so, yeah, Keegan is busy. He couldn't make it out. So we enlisted a trusted ally, as in Berkey, to be the third voice of reason to keep us in check <laughs> I'm, pr- I'm, I'm pretty sure also mr joe holmes will be here yes i also uh had a text the other day that sean kingry is going to come out Ooh, suspect yes so the pe- suspect. so we've got the peanut gallery taking care of <laughs> well, the peanut gallery is not quite full we'll, we'll be offering we'll it's be never you know, full if you weigh 120 pounds between <laughs> the both of them <laughs> but we maybe we ought to offer like positions for peanut you know peanut gallery positions, peanut gallery positions. yeah but you can't weigh more than my leg yeah so okay. yeah. excellent you can <laughs> apply for an application for a scholarship if you can fit on this chair with joe holmes <laughs> that's pretty sweet i mean if he can apply <laughs> I, I think uh joe can sit on his lap joe just cackled somewhere trying to think about who else if we're launching the book then I think uh, I think Nicole will be here. Delila might come. For sure that weekend, the gazelle's going to be around. I said, you know, last time you missed out. It was awesome. You should sure. be here this next time. I imagine there'll be some surprise guests. Yeah, John, I think so too. John yeah. or Josh or any of those guys? Unclear, you know, because they don't know yet. We haven't told them. <laughs> <laughs> Until they listen to this podcast, they don't know. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey. So we could have some we could have some pretty good people, and if we're launching the book, and you know, you know, what would sell the fucking place out hmm. is if the dude who wrote the forward for the book was here. <laughs> it you might know, have do been, you know a guy? It might have been discussed before. Thank you guys for coming. And on that bombshell, <laughs> on that bomb, yeah, exactly. That's a puzzle I to will, leave. That is a puzzle to leave. Yeah. Okay. So. Gentlemen, thank you for uh, staying up fucking late. (laughs) Pleasure. Great. Paul, thank you again. Thank you.